Finally, someone let me out of my cage. Now, time for me is nothing, cause I'm counting no A's. Now, nah, I couldn't be there. Now, nah, you shouldn't be scared. I'm good at repairs, and I'm under each snare. Intangible. And we back, boys. Welcome, welcome. Not too much has gone on in the sports world, but the real world, there's a lot going on. Everybody's dealing with the COVID 19. Coronavirus. A, the virus from China. It's a headache, nonetheless, but everyone's trying to do their part, so we appreciate y'all doing your part. We are not doing our part because we are hanging out right now, but it. we do this for you guys. We are risking our own safety for you guys. Just understand that. You're welcome. Yeah, we uh, all been in the quarantine for the last you know couple of weeks now. Seems like a couple months, if you ask me it personally. It feels like forever, so that's a good point. So When's guys, the last time you watched an NBA game? Like, years, right? No, I watch replays. Like, they like The, oh, uh, the Lakers those. on Sportsnet are playing replays. That's where I'm at in life right now. I'm watching replays. I watched game six of the Heat versus Spurs. I oh, think 2013, fire. I want to say. I remember where I was at with that game. I remember me and Harry were... Harry, he's here. We were working hey, at uh, RB Sushi, and Fern was working with us. And so I remember being a busser. And during that game, I remember I was like, we had like three TVs going on. And, and I remember like glued to it. And I remember being with some tables and I'd be like, hey, y'all see that shot? I was so mad that Ray Allen hit that because that was when we hated LeBron. And I'm like, God dang it. LeBron missed the three. And you wanted to be like, he's not a hero. See, and then Ray pulled LeBron through. did everything before Every, that. He, but like, he dropped same. 16 points in the fourth quarter. But I remember you know? I was like, I was mad too because I was like, you know, mm-hmm. in, at that time, I was like, fuck LeBron all about Kobe. So like, I feel that. You know, it's funny about that shot. I was watching, you know, top 10 videos on YouTube about basketball because I'm bored as hell all day. And that was the number two final shot in NBA history. Wow. Number two, right behind Michael Jordan over the Utah Jazz guy where he pushed off. Yeah, he pushed off bad, but, but hey, final chip. Yeah, and I remember watching. I was like, oh, this play. I remember I was so pissed because, like you guys said, we were Kobe lovers. And if you're a Kobe lover at the time, you hated LeBron. because <laughs> He threatened you. He was threatening. But, but it's funny how we overlook, like, dude dropped 16 in that game. And Will guys to be yeah, better, too. Yeah. Like, you know? He did. Literally, LeBron did everything. And I remember it was like, everyone was like, always bashing him. And it's always been his, his MO. is like, he doesn't take the last shot a lot of times. And he's hit a lot of game winners. But he's notorious for making the right play. Sorry I made the right play, but it's a knock on him in a way, weirdly, because everyone's like, dude, don't make the right play and trust your teammate. Just do it yourself, which Kobe and Jordan and a lot of other guys would. They're like, fuck the right play. Yeah. I'm going to shoot over three guys. It's about being an alpha. I mean, yeah, like we hated on LeBron for that, for missing that one three at the back end. Like he should be perfect. Yet when we think about game seven against the Celtics in 09, when Old boy Kobe, Kobe was like went one six of sixty nine. No, he went t- six of twenty four. Yeah, was like twenty four points and a lot of rebounds. Yeah, he had like twelve rebounds he that game. 16. So he, he had sixteen. Yeah, yeah, he, he was sixteen rebounds. Okay, hold yeah. the fucking door then. He was just doing that because like he couldn't. But yeah, him. he couldn't do anything. And at the very end, like we were only up by what one, and then Meta hit that three with fifty eight seconds left. Got Kobe it. assist. But even then, like when Meta shot it, you if you watch Kobe, Kobe was asking for the ball back. So. Uh yeah, we're all grateful that Meta hit that, but it's still like I feel it though. <laughs> I feel it. It's really funny because you know that alpha male idea and the whole you know take the last shot. Who cares if it's the right play? It really worked for guys like Michael and Kobe for the longest time. 
Because there are so many. I think Michael Jordan has the record for nine. Not just him. Bird, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even Magic with the baby hook. Like, But Michael Jordan leads NBA history with buzzer-beating fine or uh playoff shots he has nine yeah you tr- aaron tried holding up nine fingers but you held up eight but don't worry i knew bud he was trying I'm to close. hold up nine he had his hands full so <laughs> but lebron james has always been ever since high school you know the guy that gives the guy like he averaged one point less his senior year than he did his junior year he could have walked in and dropped 50 and they would have won every game but he always prioritized doing the right thing getting his teammates involved in winning and that is Still relevant 17, 18 years later, if you count his junior year of high school, it's 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 insane. I've talked to Harry about this, and it's like LeBron has been in the spotlight forever, obviously, but it's amazing because as as the game has evolved and changed, so has his game. He's not one of those sticks uh, stick in the muds where he's like, mm. I'm gonna stick to my game and get my points, even if it is becomes in, inefficiently. And the why I even mention that is because Allen Iverson. Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan hold eight of the 10 worst efficient seasons in NBA history. And like Kobe has two of them. Jordan has three of them. AI has three of them. That's wild. These but are, they're our favorite players. Exactly, Everybody loves those guys. Exactly. Because they're scores and they're so iconic. But you will never see LeBron on that list because his game evolves. And it has evolved so much where like, yeah, Daniel has made a point where his athleticism has gone slightly down. It slightly mm-hmm. in the like I say slightly very Splitting hard hairs, you know? because this guy is still yam- yamming on everyone, but yeah. he's also averaging eleven assists this year, mm-hmm. and it'll be the first time in his career that he's led the league in assists or had just double digits in general. He's and never- that's crazy because he knew that he was going to defer. This is the first time in his career that there's a teammate of his that scores more points per game than him. First time, and it's because he's deferring, but is he? Because it's still running the offense through him. It's beautiful to watch. The someone evolve so much. Speaking of sports and basketball, obviously LeBron did great, and we're upset to see the NBA season leave, but we got the top eight teams in the East and the West, and we just kind of want to discuss our predictions of what was going to happen if the season ended right now, which maybe that's the thing. Maybe they don't play any 5-10 warm-up games. Maybe it's right in the playoffs, depending on how long all this stuff lasts. So we got a couple matchups we want to get into. We got the Lake Show versus the Grizzlies. I mean. So we're just going over what we think is going to happen. Because I want to talk about something regarding these matchups. Yeah. Yeah. It's 1v8. So it's Lakers versus Grizzlies. Grizzlies. Yeah. I think I'm going to take this one. I think a huge aspect of all of this is this hiatus. I don't think it's obviously we all know it's not just going to be the way it was. Right. And I think. This benefits the Lakers for this matchup in particular because Memphis has not a bunch of young guys who haven't played basketball in two, three months, however long it is. They're not going to be able to have that veteranness to be able to pick it up right away. They've been messing around on TikTok and yeah. doing God knows what. So you it's going to be a four-game sweep easy, and I don't think that's even close. And what do you guys think, Aaron? I agree. If if they steal one, I'll be embarrassed. Mm. But if they do steal one, it's because of John Morant. Because I remember when he played us last time, he did carve us up. I'm not going to lie. It was fun to watch. I love watching a rookie, a new rookie that is just phenomenal. And he is phenomenal. He'll win rookie of the year this year, hands down, man's down. 70 out of 70 NBA executives already voted for him. So he's absolutely a shoe in. Um, not a di- to discredit um, our boy, Zion, Zion, but he hasn't played enough games. So, yeah. like, you know, shout out John Morant. I love him. But Travis is absolutely right. I hope they don't. But if they do, it should be a sweep. I agree with this. We have too much leadership. We have too much veteran on our teams, or on our team, excuse me. And 
Anthony Davis has always been too much for them. Mm. And Valanciunas doesn't have a chance. No way. And so I think we'll be able to like funnel John Morant to our bigs, and he'll be neutralized. I, neutralized. It. That's a perfect yeah. word. I think. Sorry. I'm just. I think a big part of this is the fact that if we were to have a regular season and it would like just a regular, no COVID nineteen, and we were to go into the playoffs. I do think that the Grizzlies would be able to snag a game or two, you know? I think it Maybe would be closer. Dan, do you think that? Or do you think that this is going to benefit the Lakers? Um, I think either way, it's like, I would say the Grizzlies would snag maybe a game, you know, if there was no break or not. Only because, you know, maybe they get lucky one game and everybody, our shots aren't falling for whatever reason. But why the Lakers are going to probably sweep them, like going off of your guys' points, is because, MB, you know, Playoffs, the game slows down a lot. We're going to run the half-court sets. You know, they got a lot of young guys that can just run and gun a little bit. A lot of good three-point shooters, but we're going to lock all that up. And what do you, got say, what do you say to What do you say to people that, like, the Lakers, the majority of our points are running gun as well? And that they're not wrong. They're a good transition team. So what do Definitely. you say? Like, what do you – okay, so I, you're, I agree with you in terms of the half-court, but what do you say to people who said, like, if you, like what your defense was mm. is they're young and they're going to run out. Well, the Lakers do too. So just think about those games where we played some like truly talented teams, like the Clippers and and you know playoff playoff Bucks. teams. You know what we did was we let AD put his back to the basket. You know LeBron runs a set with them, maybe a little pick and roll, or just kick it down to AD and he's gonna do some work. And we got a couple centers that can do some things. So like we're fine in the half court set more than people think. You know we in my are opinion. so spoiled. As Laker fans, so like I know we went through the six-year hiatus of us being trash and everything like that. And but not, and this has to happen now, you know. And like, yeah, right. This, this is shitty. But what I'm saying too is like I like, like this watch, when Robert watching, all was the, watching all these close games that we've watched in the in the past months. I felt so confident as a fan watching them, and I was like, mm. "Yo, LeBron's doing this." I was like, "If we have LeBron running the show, Anthony Davis shooters." I was like, LeBron and AD are going to do what's necessary to win on defense and offense, even more so on defense, because you've heard them in the locker room. They've always preached defense, rightfully so, especially with Vogel. But they're absolutely right. When we lock down on defense, honestly, Lakers are better than the Clippers, Bucks, anyone. I'll put our defense against any of theirs because it is crazy how locked down we get. And it's, uh, in, in my opinion, it's a lot because of the unit. Like, I think Kawhi Leonard is probably the best perimeter defender in the league, right? Yeah, hands down. They, but they have weak spots. You know, like, they have weak, like, you're going to have Lou Whalen, he's going to get t- torched. You have uh, Shea, or not Shea Gilders, the other one, uh, Shampit, Shamp- Shermit, whatever that guy's, Landry Shamit. Landry Shamit. Shamit. Yeah. He's a liability defensively. Yeah, uh, the center, Montrez Harold is a dog and is going to get boards and stuff. He's also a liability. But he's, he's, but he's too short. So, like, yeah, they have two phenomenal perimeter defenders. If you want to put Patrick Beverly in there, I think that dude's overrated as hell, but that's my opinion. Paul George as well. I think this. Every single game, I've been confident that we're going to most likely win, aside from some games where, like, the Bucks beat us early and we're like, all right, let's just let this one go. But what I've always been concerned with was, like, I hope we don't have to expend too much of LeBron's energy. You know, because he's an old guy. If this was two, three years ago, we would run any team, you but know? And, a- and I still don't think that means we're going to lose any team. I'm just saying, like, I, what I wish is You're that we didn't expect. sweeps. I'm talking about just not expending too much of LeBron's energy. You have a certain amount of tread on your tires. When you wear that tread, you don't get the tread back, you know? Your tires are bald. They can't just get better. So 
that concerns me a little bit with this break. Amazing. I, don't, I feel great about it. I'm a little bit different about it when it comes to the LeBron situation because I do think LeBron has his his way of doing things. After All-Star break, he turns up the gear. You the saw last, what he said. You said he said the same thing. thing. He said, he said his body words. is so confused because this is where he should be ramping up. Yeah. And he plays himself into shape. Every year for the past 10 years, he plays himself into shape. He is a guy who runs. He plays a lot of minutes, but he doesn't bang as much as people think. And when he does bang, he bangs on guys smaller than him, so it's not as big of a detriment to his physical ability throughout the season yeah but you hate to see him like dive on the ground and like go for you know you things hate to like see that. it That's but what guess what but as a competitor that oh, comes second nature like you mm-hmm. like as fans were like <gasps> you know you hold your breath a little bit but as an athlete and you guys can attest to this it like in the heat of the moment you do what's necessary so i i literally love it because he was turning that corner mm-hmm. you know what i mean like it was the fourth turn in nascar bro like it, he was turning that corner and he even said that exact words. He was turning the corner, mm. about to go into playoff mode, and here we are sitting with our thumbs up asses. I feel it. I I think like my thing is like I want you to lay out when the time's ready, not the regular season when we're the one seed already. You yeah, know? but he's not going to be able to sit there <clears throat> be in the middle of a play, see a ball see, on the floor, and then process the information. Like, okay, it's game sixty three. It's not that important. I shouldn't jump on this. No, he sees the ball is going to. I'm going to do it. I know, but that's what I, I'm saying. As a fan standpoint, you're absolutely right. But as you got to think of what he's thinking of. I know. So I hate that we have to be in the positions to where we're within one or two points against the fucking Grizzlies. And he's got to dive around on the fucking ground. That's what I'm saying. It's a a long season. We're not used to this. It's been six years. Then let it ride. Let the game ride and don't dive for the ball. That's what I'm saying. I don't want him to expend the energy. So what do you think they go right now, Daniel? Lakers, Grizzlies, do they go five, six, four? Five, worst case, probably a sweep, though. All right, so next one. Two versus seven, because you all said sweep two, so and I agree with I that. I think sweep. Clippers versus Mavis. Let me talk about this one real quick. Okay. This is so a good one. I think it, it is, is going to be one. a sweep. I think Dallas will probably snag a game. Just Luka might shit off, right? But I think the team that loses the most from this entire hiatus is the Clippers. I think they need, because they've only played 10 games together as a unit. This is the time where they're all healthy and they're going to get to mesh well. Interesting point. And on top of that, That's really good. all that Kawhi Leonard rest and shit, that doesn't matter anymore. All those games he missed. Everybody's rested. I love it. That doesn't mean shit. So not only did you not get any camaraderie with your team, only 10 games together. Paul George and him, I think, only played like 20 games together. Mm. They're not going to have that going into the playoffs. And all this resting stuff, I think this is the team that loses the most out of this hiatus. Don't get me wrong. They're going to beat the shit out of the Mavs. Probably five. I think five. I think six, only because of what you said. And also, I love Luca. I'm a fan. And also, Perzingis, when Luca was out slightly, he came into his own in a way he too. He, the, yeah. Like honestly, he was averaging like two and a half blocks, as you know, as he should as a seven two guy. But he's also was hitting like forty eight percent from his three, which is on his uh, the season average. He was only hitting like thirty four. So obviously, he can't maintain that. But like the fact that he was able to come into his own, Luca came back and it didn't fall off that much. I love their one two punch. I don't think they have enough to beat the Clippers, obviously, but I think they will steal two, and I, I, I'm hoping they steal two. So I'm thinking it takes it goes six. Similar to Aaron, you know, I and I loved your point. That was amazing. I totally feel that. Oh, that like, was a great yeah, point. That's Damn, super I didn't valid. Think about great. That. Thanks, fellas. I like it. Uh, I think that best case for the Clips, they they win in five. I think worst case for them, they they win in six. You know, that's right around that area. Hopefully, we they stretch them to six, get them a little more tired for hopefully the Mavs beat their ass. Nah, it won't happen, but... All right, so next one No, is, hold on. I got uh, a little bit more about... Oh, okay. I just want to t- 
touch real quick on the Porzingis thing. Aaron was saying that he's really stepped up his game and stuff. People forget he just came off a season-ending injury. He missed a long time. People were a little disappointed with him in the beginning of the year. He hasn't really lived up to his Porzingis thing. And I think he's been playing. Give him time to come back. And now he's kind of getting it right. He can't just walk in and be phenomenal. I think this team is going to be a force to reckon with. And like for years to come, years to come, like like this is going to be nasty. A one-two big little three-point shooting European. And Tall they put, white dude punch like they put good role players around him too. You know, I love this team. Yeah, and me I too. love Mark Cuban. I know, like as an owner, this guy is badass. But dude, watch I, him on, they, catch him on Shark Tank too. I, this team, I love the Mavericks, bro. The fact that they're even a seven seed blows my mind a little bit. Mm-hmm. They were higher earlier. They, they were, were like much four. higher. They were top four for a long time. But Luca lost or uh, missed some time and everything like that, and even uh. Porzingis missed some time. Keep in mind, how's the other rookie of the year doing from last year? Trey Young. Oh, I mean, top five points, top five assists. Dead dick last, maybe? Yeah, and the great. worst in defensive the player in the league. Yeah, like, I was going to say him. Come on, and- dude. Like, you got someone in the West that's 17, and then Trey Young, who everyone's like, oh, my Listen, God. I love Trey Young, I, and I love his you- offense, but, dude, like Travis says, like, dude, like, same with D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell is, yeah. like, the second worst the perimeter defender there is, and so is Trey Young. But like, at least D'Angelo got them in the playoffs too. Okay, but if you Trey know? Young and Luca switch teams, do you think that they'd still be a playoff team? No, Trey, no, not at all. I don't. But you love the Mavericks team. I because do. of Luca. Yeah, okay, Luca is the engine, right? But I think if you switch Trey and Luca, I still think they're better than the Grizzlies. Nah, dude, Luca hmm. gets boards. He's large. He plays better defense overall. I mean, you're talking about two seeds. He's the seventh e- seed. Luka's also super efficient. I'm not saying Trey yeah, Young he isn't, is super, but he's... He, no, Trey he, Young's not super efficient. He's, he's not, a, He's by numbers. But Trey, Luka has he, a better coach. Luka has a way better team around him. Luka is in a way better. I'm not... I would take Luka 10 out of 10 over Trey. That's all I'm saying. Trey Young But what I'm getting at of, is Trey Young is playing with John Collins and Cam Reddish and... I know. Am I stoked Alex Lynn. I feel you, bro. So... The like, he's not, you? Hey, who does no. he remind you of, though? Please, I wanted to hear that. Uh... A, well, not necessarily, and I don't want to. This is kind of insulting, but it's like it reminds me of Jay Clark's when he was on the Lakers when we were shitty, and like he's stat, stat pad and heavy as hell, and it's like, oh man, he's going off, but it was just garbage time stats too at the same time, you know. That's not a great comparison, but what I will tell you, Travis, is look at the Magic. Who do they have as the eight seed? You know, nobody really amazing in my opinion. You got Aaron Gordon, who we always talk shit about. Cool, he can dunk the ball. And Markel like, Fultz. Oh, uh, Jonathan Isaac leading the league in blocks. Mo he's Bamba. He's, he was for a second. I think he's like second. Or, I think he's third. Eighty seven. But I don't know. Is the Magic team like if if you threw if you threw Trey or Trey Young? What's his name? Trey Young. Yeah, sorry. You throw <laughs> Trey Young on the Magic. Are they going to be higher than an eight seed? Or are they going to be right I think there? So I think they're so going to be too. higher than the Nets. Are the Nets the seven? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You got like listen. I, 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 good, I, we're bro. just doing a lot of ifs on that. It's so. just it's just bullshit stats for going him. Going back man. to the Clips, Mavs. The Mavs are dope. The Clips are obviously going to take that series. So the next matchup in the West would be the Denver Nuggets and the Rockets. That's a good matchup. That's, really That's a good. fantastic matchup. I, the, I, I don't know, dude. I think the Rockets do win this one, and it's because of James Harden and you know Russell. They're they're too potent, honestly. Like they take ninety-seven percent of their shots between the two of them. But you know, Russell's—I don't know, dude. Like the Denver Nuggets, I just—they're so uninspiring and so just blah. You know what's gonna happen? 
is they're going to have their little small ball lineup with the with the Nuggets, and then they're going to have all sorts of switching. With the get. Nuggets or the Rockets, you mean? The Nuggets. No, he's saying the Rockets. The, the Rockets. Nuggets. the Nuggets are going to run the small ball or the no, Rockets? No, the Rockets, the Rockets have to they run have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Jordan, or not Jordan, uh, Westbrook is going to be matched up with Jokic. They're going to switch and switch and switch until they get that matchup, and he's going to cook them, and they're going to lose. Jokic is... You want to talk about a poor defensively with Trey Young? Jokic is the worst center in Yo- the league. Yeah, Jokic is terrible. They're going to get around him. James Harden, they're going to work that matchup, and they're going to smoke the Nuggets in five. I like that. I, in in five? five? Five. They're going to smoke them in five. I think worse. Yeah. Five? I was going to say the same thing. I think five best case, but worst case, six. You know, I don't think it goes to seven at all. The Rockets win. For that reason, Jokic cannot run on the floor. He looks like fucking gravy boots over here. Keyshawn Johnson always says it, but he's slow, atrocious on defense. Atrocious on Jamal Murray or Russell Westbrook or James Harden. Like, that's your next guard. Like, come on, bro. Jamal Murray's okay, but no, it's just you got proven veteranship versus a couple of rookie heads that they're not going nowhere, dude. I promise you. That's a great matchup for the I Rockets. definitely thought Rockets, but you guys swayed me to think that, like, I think the Rockets low key could sweep. Like, the way you guys were talking. And I was, it's not that I have high praise for Nuggets because I don't, mm-hmm. but I also was like, I credit the team. They got a good, like, core and they got yeah. a good bench and everything like that but the rockets do too yeah. and the rockets the when they do bad it's just because james harden's shots not falling mm-hmm. or russell westbrook shots not falling listen both these guys i'm not saying they're gonna all of a sudden light it up from three or anything that's all i'm saying yeah but they're gonna be smart with it they're gonna get their fouls russell's gonna get to the the bucket and he finishes great around the rim and so i i i think the rockets run this shit too let's say in like a six game series Three of those games, the Rockets are hitting from three, which is super yeah. feasible, 50% of them, right? I think that's going to happen. The fourth game, they win on straight grit, and the Nuggets just being on a down one. That's why I say they win in five I think the Nuggets, yeah, might steal one just because, like, maybe they're in mile high, and then, you know, maybe Jokic has a hell of a game, and Jamal exactly. Murray, ha- like, hits his shots sometimes. He could do his thing. They got a nice squad, too, but, like, it's just one of those, they're one of those teams that they're the tryhards, bro, the West, you know, like, right now, so. All right, next one and final of the West is the Jazz against the Thunder. Can we talk seed. about the Thunder for a second? Dude, yes. shout out Thunder. What the fuck? Sorry to cut you F. off. Go ahead, fam. I just saw that and I was I'm so excited. Awe. I'm in awe as well. Chris Paul is not washed, guys. He is carrying that team. Steven Adams is still good. I love Shea Alexander. Yeah, Shea What does that tell you about the Rockets, though? Just out of curiosity. That's From, a good one. I, I mean, like think that. about last year when the Thunder were facing the Blazers and took that L. Listen, it's not. It has nothing to do with necessarily Chris Paul, but Chris Paul is an alpha. So is James Harden. But Chris Paul's way the was Chris Paul was also like, it. listen, be smart. James Harden was like, nah, what's just? I don't I'm, know. I'm a dance and hawk it. I'm a fucking do my thing. And uh, like Chris Paul is this is one of the smartest, if not the smartest point guard of all time. I'll give him that, dude. Straight the fuck him up, or Steve. Like straight Esteban. up, on Stephon Nash. Dude, it's a it's a credit to also Shea Alexander. I remember they couldn't do this trade to get Paul George. I feel it unless they fi- uh, threw in Shea Alexander. And they didn't want to. And Shea Alexander was one in the Rookie of the Years last year he was for the so Clippers, nice. and he was fantastic. The reason <clears throat> the Clippers were even relevant last year, not necessarily relevant, but like eight seed and took as the worst to the exactly my point was because of Shea Alexander. This mm. guy was a phenomenon, and he was doing it quietly too. This yeah. guy is great, and he's done. Amazing things with the Thunder. I love Dennis Schroeder as a six-man of the yeah, year possibility. So nice. Steven Adams, I've always been a fan of. He's I been know. efficient with Chris Paul. I do Thunder. Credit to the Thunder because guess what? They have picks on top of picks, and they also have a good team still. They didn't have to tank to do it. 
credit to that GM. Who's the GM for uh, uh, Sam Presti? Sam Presti, yeah. Mm-hmm. But isn't what that a monster? But can we stop and talk for a second? Isn't that a detriment to not only Russell Westbrook? But That's that, what I was saying. That God, Paul George. Yeah. Everybody talks about how amazing this guy is, but I, but what he Eric, was on that team too. No, I mean yes. It's like that means can't, that's embarrassing for Russell Westbrook and Paul George. It to, is to the fact that they lost in the first round twice. And twice, twice, have not mentioned the, that enough. By the way, you're right. But what what Aaron's saying is, and I I think this is what you're saying at least is like the chemistry between Westbrook and James Harden may be a little bit better of a fit than you know the um the James Harden and Chris Paul. And I think it's know? because they're both not smart basketball players. I know that's not a nice thing to say, not smart. No, you're right, though. They're just like, fuck it, we'll just huck it up. And Yeah, they were bitching and moaning in the playoffs, especially. Remember when they were like on the sideline, uh, Chris Paul and James Harden, yeah. they were like fighting each other and, and stuff? James snaps his hand. That was funny. Yeah, but these two are like, cool, like you go get your bucket and I'll get mine. And like they're just, the chemistry is a little better for whatever reason. It shouldn't be. Like I'm not saying it should be. It's but. because they're friends and like it's, you know, they're ignoring their flaws. Oh, Wait, flaws, so yeah. who do we pick? Who are we picking for the four versus five? For the Jazz versus Thunder, dude, I'm going with the Thunder. And that's bold because the Jazz are that good. In how I've many games? Seven. Yeah, I feel you. It goes seven, and it could go either way. I'm leaning Thunder just because of Chris Paul, which is ironic because Chris Paul always falters in the in the playoffs. Always. Which, when he was with the Clippers, he absolutely should have got a finals appearance or at least a Western Conference finals appearance, and he never did because he personally, I remember watching games against uh, OKC when he was on the Clippers, that he personally fucked up bad like literally turnover after turnover which was super uncharacteristic i remember watching these games but in this time i think the jazz with rudy gobert i think that with this clvd and him being a fucking jackass about it i think that honestly hurts their team chemistry Mm. slightly and whether you guys like it or like anybody not not saying you guys but like whether you anybody likes it or not there was animosity after he was being a prick about this. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Donovan Mitchell, your star boy out there, got it because of this jackass is, dude, no. There was a good point, clear bro. animosity when he was being super ignorant and super negligent with this. So I think there's a little bit of turmoil in that locker room. And in the Thunder, you haven't heard anything, which it's great to fly under the radar. So I th- like the Thunder as an underdog. You want to be last? All right, fine, dude. I think that the Thunder win in seven also. Um, Just experience will take over. I really liked your point, Aaron. I was kind of flip-flopping a little bit, but you're right. You know, Rudy Gilbert was being a dumbass, and um, people got coronavirus that maybe shouldn't have, and maybe that does hurt their their locker room a little bit. So, yeah, I picked the Thunder, plus the experience of, of that team as well, Chris Ball, and the team looks good right now. I, I'm taking the Jazz, and I'm going to go six, probably seven. And the reason I take them is they've gotten out of the first round the last two years. You know, True. They've, they've been a pretty good playoff team. I think their chemistry, may it may have been hurting from this, but I think on the court they still are very well-tuned. I think uh, Dan Quinn, the, the – no, Dak Quinn Dan Snyder. Snyder. Quinn Snyder, yeah, sorry. Quinn Snyder. Dan Quinn, that was the Falcons. Yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. Quinn Snyder. It's hard when you're like – a little buzz. Like how I knew that though. Yeah, I was thinking like no Falcons. As soon as I said that, there's but a guy I, that works out at LA Fitness that looks like Dan Quinn. I don't know if you ever seen him, but anyways, thanks, Dan. Yeah, I, I'm going with the Jazz for that reason. I think this is a newly constructed Thunder team. It's got a lot of young players, and Chris Ball has notoriously been bad in the playoffs, as you guys have been pointing at. Um, I'm going Jazz and six. 
I wish, like, I know it's a side note. I wish Chris Paul went to the Heat this year because the Heat would get a cool. lot more nasty. Like, not just nasty, but star driven. Star driven. And, like, it's not like none. None was their, like, rookie point guard that, like, shit off and was, like, their shooting guard, too, right next to uh, white Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero, so white dude. It's like you're swapping out, swapping out a Goran Dragic for Chris Paul. That'd be ideal. Yeah, but, like, Goran Dragic coming off the bench, am I mad about that? Not at all. He probably would have had to bend the deal for money, but. And he yeah. might have been, but then you have none coming off the bench. Am I mad yeah, about still that? Good. Yeah, exactly that'd be fine. Point. They got plenty of I would have loved that. Oh, and I think been... Chris Paul would have been great with Jimmy Butler because they're similar Bro, mindsets. Bro, that might, that might put them, like, that, that I wish they did it. I remember yeah. they were talking about it, and they never pulled the trigger on it. They were talking about that? I didn't yeah. Oh, yeah, talk in the offseason. Thunder, Thunder were talking about trading him, yeah. That would have been I wish it would have happened. Clutch. It didn't. Bro, so, the Heat have done some good moves. You are so smart. I love it. So what's that? Speaking of that, let's move to the East. The East. The first matchup is Bucks Magic. This is easy as fuck. Sorry, Sammy. The Bucks are gonna sweep this, and it's not even gonna be close. Like the Magic, I like. I I think it's hilarious they even got the eight seed. They've had the eight seed for like three straight years. I swear. And the Bucks are gonna walk through this one. Yeah, sweep. I don't know what else to say. They're just gonna smack them. If they could win in three, they would. <laughs> Next one we got two versus seven Raptors versus Nets. A little more interesting, but not really that much more interesting. I would say that will go to five. Raptors are winning five. Um, Nets aren't fully healthy, of course. KD. Worst case scenario, five because I think the Raptors sweep this one too. You I do? like Spencer Den- uh, Dinwiddie. Um, you know the Nets have some formidable players, but they're hurt. You know Kyrie's exactly. out for the season. KD's been out for the season. And the fact that even, like, shout out the Nets, honestly, for even sneaking into the seventh seed. It's in the East, so am I impressed? Not even in the slightest, but I, the I, Raptors I, are also an elite team. They've, they haven't fell, uh, fallen off at all without lo- with losing Kawhi. And, the, dude, uh, who am I loving? Levert. Pascal. Spencer Pascal. Dude, oh. Pascal oh. has, he can be most improved for, like, second year in a yeah. row. I love him. So the Raptors sweeped us. Yeah, I'm going with the Raptors as well. I think it's going to go five. I think that Dinwiddie and Levert, they can do something, you know? And if, I'm going I'm going Raps at five. If the Nets can hang on to Dinwiddie and Levert and all them role players that they have right now, which I don't think they can because some contracts are up, and there's a little animosity. I've heard some words from Levert especially. But if they can, and KD and Kyrie come back fully healthy, that's a, that's a problem in the East, slash the NBA in general. Next, we got the Celtics versus Sixers, three versus six. A little bit interesting. Uh, this is man, a great matchup. The Sixers, they just, they're immature. You know, they can't get it done on the road. I think the Celtics win, not by a sweep, by any means. I think they win in six, best case scenario. I think they win in six. Um, Tatum's been doing really well. They got a lot of tryhards on the team, but the Sixers have the better talent, in my opinion. I really feel that way. Not at all. They just mentally can't get it done. I picked the Celtics in six. First of all, I disagree completely. I think the Celtics clearly have the better talent like throughout their whole roster. Gordon Hayward, Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart. I just um, mean Jaylen like Brown. one and two. I, I know what you're saying. Are the Celtics one and two better than the Sixers one and two? That's not the Celtics game, though. No, I that's, what, what I, I, that's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is the Celtics have, yeah, your one and two may be better than technically my one and two, but my one through five is clearly better than your one through five. You know what I mean? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Like mm-hmm. Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, uh, Gordon Hayward. Feast. All of them, bro. Like All of them are fantastic. They have great rotation. They have the better coach. Uh, the 76ers are super immature. 
I think Ben Simmons not having a shot. So what do you think it goes to? How many games? Max six. I think the Celtics win in five. I think the Celtics in six for the points that you guys already made. Um, I love Jason Tatum. He is really coming into his own. Celtics have too many inner problems, and Ben Simmons can't hit a three. You can game plan against that very easily, in my opinion. Not having a shot, period. Not just a three. You yeah. can't even shoot an outside shot. And so that is the biggest detriment because even when you play Ben Simmons with Joel Embiid, they don't go well together because they can't spread the floor. That will be no better than six. promise you. And next, next game is the uh, Heat and Pacers, our favorite Heat, and those gritty Pacers with Victor Oladipo back. I'm going to go with the Heat because Jimmy Butler and that, that the whole franchise just exudes excellence. They're very hard-nosed, very disciplined. Spolstra's, Bam Adebayo. Bam Adebayo. Eric Spolster is such a good coach. People, How many Uwegos? I think it's going to go six. I think it'll go six. I think it goes five. And I, don't, I don't have a good reason why. but on Heat? I, yeah, the Heat in five. Um, I don't know. You know, the Pacers, they remind me a little bit of the Nuggets of the East. You know, they're the try-hard team. They play well. Oladipo. If Oladipo is your number one, you have some problems. Okay. What? You yeah. don't like Oladipo like that? No, I like him enough. But I like him a lot more I than just, Jamal Murray. Me too. Me too. But do I like him a lot more than Jokic? I'm right around the same par. You know, like, I think that they, everyone thinks that Jokic is the guy for the Nuggets. Oladipo is the guy for the, for the Pacers, you know? Yeah, but Sabonis has been an all-star for him, so mm-hmm. like I really like the Pacers. And Miles Turner. And I really like Oladipo a lot. He's a I fantastic like perimeter defender. He finishes around the rim fantastic. And Malcolm Brogdon. And this goes seven. This is going to oh. be one of the, fu- the funnest ones to watch, in my opinion, because they're just going to be back and forth. It could go either way, because I feel like the Pacers could steal this from the Heat. I want to say Heat for the reasons I said previously but none is hurt and i don't know how long none is hurt and if he's going to come back this season and for that reason alone i know it's a rookie but i feel like the pacers have enough talent to beat the heat i agree that eric spolstra is the better head coach and that franchise is better in all and i love them too but i'm gonna go with the pacers in six maybe seven the Pacers, huh? Yep. Fair deal. Well, that wraps up our NBA matchups. We're uh, we're going to talk a little bit NFL in a second, but Aaron's got an NBA I got game a game. First. It's pretty easy. All right, so, Fern, uh, are you going to play too? Aaron, he can play? He can play, absolutely. Okay. So this one is kind of easy, not easy. It's all-time top 10 rebounds. Oh. Just all-time, overall. Got Including playoffs or just regular season? Everything. Got it's it. It's all total. Pl- rebounds. So we're going to go ahead and start with Fernie with top 10 rebound leaders all time. You said Akeem Olajuwon? Akeem's out, bro. No, nah, he didn't play that lot. He only played like 10 seasons or nine well, seasons. I got two obvious. One I'm going to say for a sec. I'm going to go Timmy D. Timmy D is there as the number six. Wow, that low. I'll go the big homie D-Rod. Who? Dennis, Dennis Rodman. Rodman. Dennis Rodman is not on here. No way. Can I, Can I keep going? Travis one. Moses Malone. Moses Malone Shaq. is absolutely Shaq. on here. Shaq. Shaq is not on here. Damn. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Kareem is on here That's as number wild. four. Give me all of them. LeBron. LeBron is not on here. All right, I'm out. Oh, wait. Damn. Bill Russell. Sorry. Bill Russell's number two. No more number one yet? Dude, you guys are stupid for not number number Kareem? one. Kareem? Who averaged 25 rebounds a season? Oh, Wilt. 
Will Wilt Chamberlain, guys. Yeah. This guy averaged, like, he had a 50-rebound game. You guys didn't even mention him. Wilt's number one. Who would have thought Dennis Rodman would not? Was that your other That obvious? was in my head, but I let it. I, I was iffy about it. Damn. The other one is, there's a couple ones that I'm surprised you guys Patrick didn't. Ewing? Patrick Ewing is not on here. Really? The other ones that uh, it's kind of surprising you guys didn't get is one, Robert Parrish. Of course. What? Celtics? Not super. Like, I'm not like, oh, but I feel you. Robert Who Parrish else? averaged like 18 rebounds. No, he was a baller, though. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, KG. Oh, Kevin course, Garnett. That's one we should have got. He was number 10. Oh, wow. Number eight, Carl Malone. Carl Malone? He was in the league for for 20 guys of years. That's what it felt like. <laughs> Elvin Hayes. Okay, that's tough. Yeah, that's that's hard. and then the last one is kind of hard. Is uh, he's number five was Artis Gilmore. Yeah, I wouldn't have got that. <clears throat> you wouldn't have got that one. But still, dude, Travis wins that game, and it wasn't even close. You guys, you guys, I got a the game, first ones, but I, it's not a game. Oh wait, so Travis won. Shout out, Travis. Hey. Thank you. Applause, everybody. Good shit, Travis. I rock. I have a cool top ten list, and I want to do more top ten lists where you guys have no input. No, you guys can say what Thanks. you think. Say what what I left off. I know we talked about this a little bit earlier, but this is like top ten moments that defined. 2010 through 2020, the Ooh, decade like of NBA. I like that a Just lot. like of NBA specifically helped, helped the NBA get bigger. You know what I mean? Like Just that's the most moment, the most in the biggest moments. Not biggest moments, but like it attributed to more fans. Everything you know, like that's what I'm looking for. So number ten, we got 2012. This is personal, right? Yeah, personal personal i looked at a couple of lists and i just kind of took and pick and chose so i'm very i'm gonna judge you very hard you better Are have you? a good list i think judging. it's pretty good number 10 lynn sanity takes over nyc in 2012 that was a big moment i feel it. that was a big I moment feel that. that was that a good one. that was in like 2012 2013 right and that made brought the on relevant. a lot of the asian heads sammy Cantu started liking basketball after nah, that no i'm just saying <laughs> he always liked it but no that was a really big deal you know you probably brought on a lot of china people i don't know i just thought that was good number 10 Number nine, Donald Sterling getting fired as a Clippers owner. I picked that as my number nine. Is that weird? Or no? That's a, that was a very That's huge moment. That's not weird because we're from right? LA and this was super relevant. And if you guys are not aware, uh, he was the owner of the Clippers and he had some very negative allegations to him of when he would refer to his players that was he was paying on his team as damn near slaves. Yeah. And, and like it was, was just a good it was a good look when they they fired him, you know, it was just something where like we're like, oh, okay, the NBA yeah, is pro- very the progressive. Players, this is when they were really good too. This is when yeah. the Clippers had Lob City and they literally took off their jerseys in protest. So, no, this hit home for me too. I appreciate that. That's a good one. Number 8, it's probably more like my opinion, but when Derrick Rose tore his ACL in 2012, you know, Reason being, this was the youngest MVP to ever do it at age 21. Granted, if you look, granted, I know. If you look at LeBron's stats, he might, he probably would have been the better MVP that year. But guess what? 21 years old, one MVP, had ridiculous bounce, athleticism, tore his ACL, and that was just a, a terrible detriment to the NBA. And a lot of people were sad for that. I disagree with this one. And it's not because I don't like D Rose, but the significance of him when youngest MVP is mainly because he played in his hometown. Of mm-hmm. Chicago. And people were salty. And LeBron. people were like, you know, and LeBron absolutely should have won that. There's a lot of MVPs. You get ready sh- to hear the wrath of Thomas Carpenter, bro. But he's gonna like, be salty. Listen, like, I love D Rose, but like, dog, just because you tore your ACL doesn't mean you altered shit. Mm. I'm sorry. 
I may be alone on this. It's not that I'm not a D Rose fan. I'm sorry that you got hurt and shit. But that's the fucking NBA. If yeah. we're if we're talking about that, Tracy McGrady is one of the best players of all time. Right, right, right. But so, that was uh, that would have been in mean? my thousands through 2010, probably. But what I'm saying is like that didn't alter shit for me. I love D Rose and I'm glad that he's able to continue his career, but that didn't alter shit for me. All right, well, just worry about what you got want to add sorry. on when <laughs> okay. I get to it. All right. Number seven, Ray Allen game six shot in twenty thirteen. Um, you know, that was huge. Like we talked about, were we talking about that on air or before? No, off air. Oh, you know, we were talking about the fact that LeBron missed that three pointer, but he dropped 16 points in the fourth quarter. We all hated LeBron at that time. Now we, you know, we've grown to love him obviously, but, uh, it was an insane shot. I remember vividly all the Miami heat fans leaving the stadium. And I, I don't know, I was watching it with somebody like maybe Travis and Ryan, I want to say. But all the Heat fans had left the stadium six minutes left to go because they, they were down by 10 or so. Ray Allen hits that three, and they win, and then the momentum's there. You knew they were going to win game seven. Game seven. It was a huge deal. I, I think that was a big moment. That was one it of was the biggest big shots moment. in finals history, you know? It was huge. Ray Allen, I remember seeing that and just kind of my heart dropping a little in bit. In disbelief. I, right? I was like, damn. And then immediately, as a Kobe fan, I was like, oh, well, see, LeBron can't do anything. Was, yeah. You know? But it's a testament, too, to like, LeBron's going to get the best out of his players, too. You and know? a hell of a rebound Listen, by Bosh. Okay, hold on, oh, hold on. By Bosh, yeah. You know what that play remind me of? And Tell you guys me. are going to test this. It remind me of when Robert Ory hit that three against the Kings. Nice. Yep, yep, and yep. because the reason I say that is Kobe took that shot, missed it. Yep. Shaq got the rebound, shot it back up to tie it, missed it. And then for some fucking dumb luck, it was a long rebound right up to Robert Ory on the top of the key with a wide open three, and he cushed it to win it. True. Yeah. Holy I, shit. I, if you remember the Ray Allen shot, is they they went to the rim. LeBron missed it. Chris Bosh got a rebound. Insane rebound. Missed it. And then he kicked it out to Ray Allen and fucking he cushed it. So I, literally almost identical. Yeah, Chris Bosh rebound was all, like as pivotal as that three point shot, too. Like yeah. he's just always in the right fucking spot, man. Like, I love Chris Bosh. Yeah, I, I remember it like initially because he, he looked like a fucking raptor. But like Chris Bosh was nasty, bro. When when you're a number one on a team and you got to go take the three spot and you can still make it work, that is an outstanding. Like that's really hard to do. You know, Travis, what are you gonna say? Sorry, it's too late. Uh, next one, Dan. Next, one. sorry, dude. Well, you guys minute. keep jumping Jeez. in. Like, come on. Well, you ju- we all jump in. We talk a lot. Number six. Thank God, Aaron's going to the bathroom right now. He's not gonna bother me. Number six is the development of the three point shot. The great equalizer between Steph and Clay for you know three years running, they were they were knocking it down, man. I mean, I think about people that have truly changed the NBA game. I think about Michael Jordan. I think about LeBron a little bit. I think about Steph. I don't think necessarily about Kobe. Kobe did what Michael Jordan did. Steph and Clay totally changed the game. They brought upon the great equalizer in the three pointer. Yeah, the big thing about that is there was always the. The old saying, like shooting teams don't win in the playoffs. That was a big thing. Mm, it was great. always with like the team who gets the most rebounds. That Back was to always the basket guys. Those were always the guys that made the difference in the playoffs. And when Steph and Clay, everyone kind of had that mentality of them going into the playoffs because they were the number one seed. But we, everybody said, "Oh no, you know they don't, shooters don't do it in the playoffs," and they really changed the game. Now, if you can't shoot, you can't win. It will never happen. I mm. agree and disagree. Okay, the reason why I agree is because you're absolutely right. But it needed to be higher on your list. Mm, That's why I'm out like that. But I disagree because 
I don't think it was just three years running. It's been in the last eight to ten years. Oh, for sure. It's right. gone a lot more. I think it actually started with the Suns when they did like the eight second offense. Yeah, yeah. And so quick running. When they were the first team to, to be the eight second, now yeah. they were they would be considered that team would Slow. be the slowest. The slowest. Yeah. And so I think it's a testament to that. The NBA progressing and more three point shooters of asking for more stretch fives, more stretch fours, mm. and the in in that. But you're absolutely right in when you have a backcourt of Clay and Steph Curry, the two best shooters. I'm sorry, Reggie Miller. I'm sorry, Ray Allen. I'm sorry, Larry Bird. I'm sorry, everyone else that you think yeah. is the closest. But it's Steph number one. It's Clay number two. It's gotta be. And if you say anything differently, you're wrong, Travis. Do you yeah. agree with that? I already said my. No, but Steph one, Clay two, Obviously. three point shooters. Clay Thompson is the best catch and shoot oh, guy in best. NBA history. Steph is the bro. best shooter off the dribble in NBA history. I know. History. And so, that's just wild that you had them two lined up together. Would you that's have that number so, six? Number six. I know. See, crazy, it right? needed to be a number two. I got or one. two in my mind. One of them I know is going to be on like, it. Now I'm feeling like my number five is like, I wish it was six and six was five, but yeah. I'm just going to run with it. Go ahead. We got. Just last summer, summer of 2019, when Kawhi and PG went to the Clips, uh, we got KD and Kyrie going to the Nets and then AD to the Lakers. It created ultimate parity in the league, which we haven't seen in a very long time. You know, it's been always the villain, the bad guy, teams that are making these super teams of three people. It's a different NBA right now. So I thought that was intriguing. I agree that that's a big deal because it went from the big three to the dynamic duo. That was a big change. But where I disagree is break it down i don't care my feelings don't get hurt but, but, but always well i disagree is it i don't think that the parody is as big as you think because realistically we sit back there are three teams that are going to win it right it's the bucks lakers or clippers and if celtics maybe right but the nets if they're healthy too yeah but they're you can't say that they're yet. not though you can't say so that like because i've the, never seen them together the parody that you speak of it's three teams last year it was the Cavs, the rockets and the, and the warriors and the year before it was the Cavs, the rockets and the warriors you know it's always been three teams the parody isn't as big as everyone thinks in my opinion it played out that what, way what daniel's saying though is like instead of like hypothetically that the we three could have got Kawhi and ad everyone yeah. big mad big three again and it's unstoppable and so it created uh, what Daniel was saying and that, like, there's more teams that have a chance in the dynamic duo instead of the big three. And so I agree with you, Daniel. This, these, you've had it should be fan- on the list, right? You've had some absolutely yeah, fantastic takes. This is a great one. I did not think of this one initially. This is a fantastic take. Mm. I would have thought Steph would be higher than this one or the one we just talked I about. I know, I know. That's but I still, like- this is fantastic. You're absolutely right. The dynamic duo has always been there. Don't think it hasn't. You know, yeah. Jordan Pippen, you know, uh, Miguel and, you know, Bird, yeah. you know. Kobe I mean? Shaq. Kobe yeah. Shaq, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Magic and Kareem. So that duo's always been there, but it hasn't been there in in the last 10 years. That's how I feel too. So what you're saying is absolutely correct. So I, I, I love it. That's a good take. All right. Numero cuatro. I got two in my mind. One I know will be. I'm waiting for him. The you other do? one, no, I don't think you will have it. N- my number four, and this is probably one that you're thinking, Kobe's final game, 2016. Was that one? Yeah. It was? That was the one I think you were going to have in there. I think it's a little low. I'm sorry. Kobe's I'm not, final I'm game. I'm not mad about You know? I mean, for us, I'm just talking... Worldwide, I think that everybody was watching that game from China to fucking China. Chicago to everything to the coronavirus starters. Everybody, 
That game was amazing. Travis and myself might have dropped the two tree tiers, you know. That was a great game. 60 points, man. Obviously, his clip was pretty high. Gordon Hayward, on his last free throw, I remember that he jumped the gun a little bit. Did just on in purpose. Ca- on purpose, just in case he missed that free throw. Out of respect for Kobe. Like, so he can drop 60. That's I saw that amazing, and I was like, man. Like, the NBA is so freaking cool. It's a fraternity. It's just something that moved the NBA forward. Another thing, and that's why I put it on the list. I love it. I mean, like, I'm getting chills thinking about that game. My dad still to this day has that game recorded on our TV. I can watch that game anytime. I've watched it at least three times. Um, dude, I that's great. You know what I mean? Four is perfect in my mind. I didn't think you should have been higher or lower. Mm. Um, it was iconic for a lot of people, not just like, you know, people of LA, like you just said, it's around the world, mm. but also NBA players. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of people growing up, they didn't idolize Jordan because they're so young. They idolized LeBron and Kobe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So there's this was a guy that was playing his last game, and you know Shaq and Kobe had their disputes. And I remember Shaq was notorious for, or not notorious, but he said before his games like, "Yo, go get me 50. and a motherfucker went and got him sixty. Yeah. So, so cool. like any like shot twenty four of fifty fifty shots. That's super Kobe-esque because Kobe has the most shots taken in NBA history, if you guys don't know that. <laughs> and the most misses. And he has the most misses in NBA history, but that's Kobe. You know what I mean? So, like, this dude shoot, still shot 48%, 24 or 50. You'll take it, you And know? he also hit, like, three of the last shots to take the lead and against all-star Gordon Hayward. Shout wow. out Hayward that doing that little gesture. Yeah. But And his last... Uh, last point was a free throw. His first point ever in uh, his history was a free throw. It was mm. super, just, it was perfect. Perfect, It right? was perfect, and it was weird how perfect it was. Yeah, as a Kobe Bryant fan, that was probably the most memorable moment that I can think of, because I was fully grown, I was adult, I was out of high school, watched it on my own TV in my own place. Yeah. It was a perfect ending to the, I don't want to say perfect career, but a phenomenal career. One of the best careers ever as a Laker, 20 years, and it, made, it was huge. It was just, it was huge. That's why I wanted it to be higher. It's number know, three, Daniel. You're killing it. And thank God, though, too, because, like, just going touching base real quick, like, he started off a little rough, and we were like, oh, yeah. Shit, this guy might real just rough. drop a I remember fucking he, egg. He, on I this think he, game. like, literally shot it like 10 times in the first quarter, and he might have hit one or two. <laughs> he was struggling. I'm like, like, oh, Jesus, Lord. Dude. But your boy it's got to be you know, a rough night. He's a little old. Got to get the creaks out the bones and shit. Get the spider webs off. All right, number three. I'm on three, right? Yep. Cavs coming back from a 3-1 lead against the Warriors that were 73-9. and Iconic. I think absolutely. that... Were we all thinking that was going to be on there? Yeah, yes. that was definitely okay, yes, cool. absolutely. I, One, two, or three, yeah. Here, let's just preface it a little bit, okay? The Warriors came back against the Thunder that KD three was one. on. That was a 3-1 game lead. That, and I, I a rem- lot of people forget that. A lot of people do forget that, and here's the thing. A lot of my boys in Chicago were talking shit on the Warriors because they were salty that they beat out the record of the Bulls. And they're like, the Warriors ain't shit. And then when they went down 3-1, I remember getting a heap load of shit from all the Bulls fans like, Daniel, I told you they sucked, da-da-da. And they came back and won 4-3, the Warriors, I mean. I'm like, see? And I was talking the utmost shit. And then that went ahead and happened. The Cavs come back on a 3-1 lead to further legitimize LeBron James, man, his excellence. That was insane, the block. You know, Kyrie hitting that shot against Steph is an Them insane both dropping game. 40 in game Curry six. up to Iguodala. Iguodala for the lane. Blocked by James. Yes. Just like, where the fuck did that guy come from? LeBron like with the block. That was an insane series. Go ahead. Y'all t- tell me your thoughts. No, you're right. I, I loved it. I remember watching. I remember the watching the year before and when LeBron lost to the Warriors 
but he also dropped a triple double, a thirty or forty point triple double averaging. Mm. And I remember watching that, and I was like, "This guy has nobody." And he's shooting a he shot a lower percentage, and that's what everyone's going to knock on him. Mm. Uh, who else would you want shooting that shot? Delvadova. That's the go to. <laughs> so like. I credit LeBron. I remember this is when I started gaining a shit ton of respect for LeBron. And I've oh been God. a Laker. I've been a LeBron hater for like a long time. I remember watching that series and like I what what it was is analysts were giving LeBron shit. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I was like, I'm a hater. And this you can't give this man shit. That's fucking absurd. And they still would. So it's just like it was super media based and it, it became me as you know, as most greats do, they uh, they turn haters into what would you say? Uh, admirers, admirers, yeah. admirers, and I became an admirer at that point. See, I've, I've said this. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, bro. just talk. If you're going, go. I, I've said this a handful of times on the pod. You know, the cycle of greatness goes. You know, you're the up and comer. Oh my god, he's sick, and then you hate him because he's been so good for a minute, and then you love him at the back end. That's LeBron, you know. So yeah, what I was. Saying is like, yeah, I, I hated him in the mid. I hated him when he went to Miami and all that stuff. And we all like, oh, certain Kobe. And then like Aaron was touching on the year before when he had nobody going against the Warriors. That's where I kind of started being like, wow, this guy really is excellent. That's where it started the shift for me. And then when he came back from three one, that's when the shift was complete. Like I was like, all right, this guy, yep, I accept. That's it. perfect. How yeah. I thought. Too. I accept better. I accept this guy's probably better than Kobe. And what is your number two and one, dude? They're not, you guys probably aren't going to love them, but I thought of the perspective of just villainizing basketball and people watching because they hate people, you know? So my number two is Kevin Durant joining the Warriors. Kevin Durant joining the Warriors. I know you guys are all quiet. You're not super pumped on that. Because you're talking. I'm waiting. I know, but. That's one of the, don't, don't. But I see you guys, the freaking air got let out of the balloon or something. When he joined the Warriors, Stephen A. Smith was bodying people. The NBA was like, fuck this guy. You saw it all over Twitter from NBA players, and it just brought up, like, can we beat this team? Please, for the love of God, can we beat this team? It was, it was the villain you wanted to hate, you know? That's why I put them as number two. I absolutely love this one. I don't know why you were saying that. This is perfect. I remember waking up, seeing the notification from Bleach Report that Kevin Durant joined the Warriors, and I, I let out a big, like, oh, God, now, okay, well, now we're screwed for the next four years. I remember saying that to myself. Yeah, right. And it's like, that's because that's what like how many re- things in the NBA were like you get a notification and like it's over the world like, oh, it's over you know like, like fuck and that I was know. that was so huge and like you said they became the villain Kevin Durant started spiraling you know with his whole deal and I I hundred percent agree that's not a bad one at all which makes me think I know what your number one is mm. because you brought that okay. up and that is yeah I yeah. love this one it's not bad at all I like I liked it too I think it's a little high on your list but it's a great one um I felt the same way initially guys i may be on alone on this one but i guess not alone in saying like initially when i heard this i was mad mm, i was like yeah. this guy is a fucking you know a snake he went game seven against the you know, western like, conference finals i was team. like you literally just took this team seven yeah instead of just saying fuck that i'm gonna run it back and i'm gonna beat you next time he's like i'm gonna go join the best team ever and create a team that's unstoppable but i I, I started to side with Kevin Durant because, like, this guy gave his all to OKC and mm. the Sonics. Dude, this guy spent 10 years there, won four scoring titles, and MVP has literally taken them to the finals before yeah. playoff appearance after playoff appearance. And it and wasn't we, his fault that they shit the bed. No, it's not the, the ever. Heat. It was his fault. This it was guy, James Harden's fault, man. It was a lot of other people's. And, like, and so for him to be like, fuck it, dude, I'm going to go 
it was unfortunate that the team that he joined was considered the best team ever after they break their record. If they did not break the Bulls record, I don't think he would have got as much ridicule. But guess what he did? I can't change history. Mm. But I stopped giving him as much shit. And guess what? It's not that he went there and didn't do anything. He went to three straight finals, <laughs> won two straight MVP finals MVPs, and Steph didn't win those. Yeah. I won those. And he clearly was the MVP, by the way. This guy was playing unreal defense. And wasn't afraid to put it on LeBron when time was Dude, come no, Kevin too. Durant was a defensive monster in that system. Bro, and he was still dropping 30 on you. Yeah. Easy, bro. Kevin Durant is one of the uh, unreal players to watch scoring-wise. And guess what? I know he's skinny. This guy is so smart and athletic. He's a phenomenal defender. So I'm not that mad at him anymore. I was initially. I am no longer am. I feel you. Do you think that, just real quick before I do my number one, do you think that if he would have run it back with Westbrook, would they have won a chip? In a year nope. or two, no. I think if no, they, they would, I think if they, they would have stuck had it, it out more, if they, they would, would, I think if they would have stuck it out, they would have. Really, I kind of think so Who, too. Are you are you talking about with James Harden? Or are you talking no, about no, talking no, about no, afterwards? No, no. As, as after. You're really okay. I felt that way too, bro. I I, th- I truly did because I I loved Westbrook. I felt that way too, guys. I'm not saying I didn't feel that way because I did. I was literally like, dude, run it back. Yeah, we'll get him next year. I don't think LeBron's gonna be as good next year with their Cavs. So you guys have a chance. Yeah, and he jumped ship maybe one year early, but was it? He's just irritated, you know. I feel it, like you know, he wasn't getting the shots he should have. So my number one, look, the reason that I picked my two and one was a lot because of Travis. You know, Travis always says that the NBA appreciates a really good villain, and I've grown to get warm to that that take, and I totally agree with it. So my number one and a reason that I started watching a lot of basketball was when LeBron James made the decision to go to the Miami Heat. You know, the, the most irritating decision in my book, he spent a long time doing it. He did a one-hour press conference. He could have just done it. You know, Cleveland fans were pissed off. They were burning his jerseys. Everybody hated that move. Chris Bosh rolls over, and they're all in the heat, and you're just like, fuck this guy. You know, that's my number one. I think that paid amazing dividends to viewership for NBA for the next 10 years and, and moving forward. I, this was my number one. This is the one I was worried. That's that, what you were hoping I'd yep, put on there? Yep. This is the one I thought when you came up with the list. This, okay, th- this changed Did the I league. Did I nail this you fucking nailed list? It because this changed yeah, this the league. This is a fantastic list. This cha- I, I've been saying this. Guys who have changed the NBA. Magic Johnson made the game huge. He brought popularity, right? Michael Jordan made it worldwide with the Dream Team, right? He yeah. made it. David the, Stern had a big part of that, by the way. Of course, of course. But LeBron James, he was huge in the in the whole China, the Dream Team, all that stuff. And then LeBron James was the third guy that changed the league. LeBron made it mobile. Guys didn't join their best friends and make it, you know, like let's team up together and go. That wasn't a thing. Mm. LeBron James changed the league and by this move, which was talked about for years, just the biggest story ever. This team that was just unbelievable. The biggest villain ever. Mm. Yeah, I 100% agree with this. I love this because this was my number one as well. And Steph, obviously, I think changed the game a little bit later too, like we were talking about. Yeah. But this is huge, and I 100% agree. Single-handedly gave NBA players all of the power over yep. any type of ownership or any type of team ownership. You know, like that was the move right there. I never thought it of it that big of a perspective, but you're right. You're mm-hmm. both both of you are right. And I wanted to disagree with you, but you're absolutely right. I was trying to think of like, what the fuck is your number one? 
this is easy the number one. I would have put Steph changing the game with a three point shot up there with one or two. So the fact that you had him six just blows my mind. But anyways, you're right. This is crazy. Like LeBron, this is why my dad hates LeBron. By the way, um, the fact that like he has a tattoo of saying "I'm the chosen one." My dad hates that. Yeah. Um, and then also like him having like I'm taking my talents to South Beach. Had that hour press conference. Had everyone on the world on the edge of their toes. But that is a precedent of how big of an athlete and how big of a superstar he was. Yeah. And you're right. I think this literally changed the game for all NBA agents and players on what they had of direction of their careers. Mm. And this was absolutely monumental. And it you're absolutely right. It's like, listen, why do you think Cat Williams or uh Cat Williams, uh Carl Anthony Towns and D'Angelo Russell are on the same team right now? Is because they're friends. You know what I mean? Like D Wade and LeBron have been friends. And so like this is you're absolutely right. And you hit it on the head. I loved it. I love every bit about this. It, it changed the dynamic and it, this viewership of watching these and creating that villain. And literally, like, am I really rooting for the Spurs right now? I fucking hate the Spurs. <laughs> and I found myself rooting for the Spurs when I played it. Isn't that annoying? So, like, that's where I'm at. So, you're, you guys are, you guys hit it on the head. I love this. this is a great take. Um, wow. Yep. What did you guys think, like, when I, I told you guys off air, like, you know, top 10 of game changing over the decade. What did I miss or what were you guys thinking? Well, when you first said it, I thought you were just talking about like biggest plays. shots. Yeah. I was thinking, I should have further specified. I was that. thinking Kawhi Leonard hitting that shot. That's what I thought too. That's the first thing that came to my mind. That's funny. That, I know. Drivers. I feel you. And then the Ron Artest shot. Like, yeah. I was thinking about stuff like that. Yep. I wasn't oh, thinking yep. about like, same. I was, but too. Hey, that was a cool list too. It was different. And it was, um, it wasn't it was like the best plays. It was just like it shit, was. It shit. wasn't best plays, and that's what I initially thought it was gonna be, like Travis did. And so, like, I had some shit in mind too, like, uh, you know, uh, Kyrie hitting a shot, the big yeah. shot. I thought that was gonna be on there, and it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And it kind of was in a way, I guess you can say. But like, I was thinking plays, and that would have been one of them. Um, another one was when I. This is just me. Is in the Western Conference Finals. Ooh. Uh, with the Clippers and the OKC, mm. Chris Paul had a ch- two different chances to at least get to the bucket or try to draw a foul. And not only did he not do any of those, he turned the ball over twice. And I remember that very distinctively. And so that would have been on my list too. If we were talking two shots and then we'll transition to the NFL, I would have taken Dame on two of them. One against the Houston oh, Rockets in the yes. first round. In Game Seven, where he comes around when the corner, when he still had LaMarcus after. Aldridge on the team too, and this that's when the Rockets had Dwight Howard. That was a nasty shot. Game and six, then yep. the deep ass shot last year against Paul George to say, "Fucking, oh. you're, y'all are breaking up. You are going to the Rockets, Dude, and you are going Lillard. to the Clippers." You know that was nasty, bro. Like, damn. how bizarre is it that they're not that good this year? I know. I think that is the most bizarre thing in the whole NBA this year that no one's talking about as much. And I think it's just because Carmelo went there and they're like, oh, they're doing okay because Carmelo went there. Listen, they should have been doing good already. And it's Dame Miller is a superstar. I love Dame Miller. Those two shots that you just spoke about, Daniel, most some of the most incredible shots in playoff history. I think we all watched them live and we were all just like, Man, that's, that's what it is, wild. too. We watched them live. All right. Transitioning now very smoothly into the NFL. What were, 
It says intro there. What were we talking about in the NFL? I don't even well, know. Well, I thought it was just intro because you're supposed to go to the NFL first. Yeah, oh, it copy. First on the old board there. All right, Travis, <laughs> you take the wheel on this one. Take there, the wheel. Buddy. All Come right, on. fine. So Daniel's supposed to go over <laughs> our power rankings right now, but because oh. they're Daniel's oh, power oh. rankings. But we'll just go into something else. No, we'll do it. Uh, we'll start okay. with the power rankings. Okay. I'm going to break down one through 10 and then a couple of outliers. This is the p- power rankings that were rated by somebody. This is pre NFL draft, obviously. Pre NFL draft right now. Based on moves, who's legit, who's shitty. Charges are pretty shitty in this list. I'm going to give you that. Damn it. <laughs> All right. Number one through 10. Chiefs at one. I think that's, that's pretty easy. Pick. That's, that's easy. I agree. With, I think everyone agrees with that. Yeah. Niners at two. I think everyone probably agrees with that too. I agree. I, like, But they lost Buckner. I think that's significant. You more said Niners s- at two? They are at I two. I think losing Buckner is more significant than everyone is trying to make it out to be. It is. They have a really complete team, but you know Richard Sherman's getting a little old too, so that could be weird. But then we got number three, the Baltimore Schmavens, Ravens at three. You guys like that? I, I would that. put them over the Niners. You would, Dude, okay? Yeah, so two, I kind of agree with that too. Top three is them three, though. Yeah, bottom line. I mean, okay. Four is the Saints. That's good. Yeah, they improved. Too. They got better. They got Absolutely. better. That was a, that's a top team that got better. One of the few top teams that even that got even better. Here's where it starts getting weird, in my opinion. You got the Packers at five. That's bold as fuck. I mentioned that earlier because like oh. their offense wasn't clicking last year. Their defense was picking their slack up in the very beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. And that's different, too, because the Packers never had a never. really stifling defense. And they did. And they saved Aaron Rodgers' ass in the first eight games of the season. But then Aaron Rodgers started to pick it up. Yeah. And so I can see why they have him at five, but I would not have him that high. I think that's kind of bold. I think that's super duper high. I I mean, I wasn't really on the Packers jock last year at all. Like I knew their regular season smoking, but they they it, didn't impress with any of their wins. Yeah, they're very lackluster, and they just got smoked they by the Chargers. Like grow up. Shit. Like you. <laughs> then we got the Titans at six. Aaron, what you got to say about that one, kid? Dude, I love my Titans. I think number six is a little high for them. And, mm-hmm. like, I think, uh, just being p- perfectly honest, they didn't do anything in the offseason that literally tells me that they got better. Yeah, they re-signed Tannehill. Uh, they got Vic Beasley, who has had a terrible last three seasons. So, yeah, this guy was a sack leader four fucking years ago. And they gave him a one-year prove-it deal. Yeah. Uh, prove-it deal, excuse me. Mm-hmm. But, like... Am I stoked about what the Titans did in the offseason? No, I'm not. No. So I feel you on being a little high, but let me let's break down the next four and you tell me who should be higher. Okay. I'm just gonna read them out real quick. Seahawks, Bills, Eagles, Steelers. That's seven, eight, nine, ten. Who would you put over the Titans? I would put the Seahawks. I'd put the Seahawks. Yep. I'd, if I saw the Titans at seven, I'd have been like, yeah, that makes sense. But for some reason, at six mm. is kind of bold for me as a Titans fan. Yeah. Straight up. I'm not I'm being completely real. Because I just, I think the Titans got a little worse. They lost Jarrell Casey. They, um, who else? Who, they lost Delaney Walker. Delaney they lost Walker. Jack Conklin. Like, who'd they lose as a DB? Nobody? I thought Logan did. Ryan. Logan Ryan has yet to resign. Oh, okay. But we're also on the market. We might get Jadavion Clowney. That was so a move we, that, that would be very. If we were ideal. to get Jadavion Clowney, you guys would be like, yeah, yeah keep I'm, you guys at six. Yeah, I, 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 I'm on board with that. And I also think the Steelers are going to make a bigger improvement. I think with Ben coming back, I think, and they, they already had a good defense. I think they were eight and eight, seven and nine. You throw in a very competent quarterback because they went, they, they won eight games. Dude, they were eight and eight last year. So they won spot with, they a, shitty with a guy named Duck. That was his name? His name is Duck Hodges. They yeah, won eight Duck games Hodges, with a guy remember? named Duck. What an unfortunate name. I know. <laughs> All right. I'm going to read a couple. I'm going to go down the list a little bit, and I'll tell you what ranking they are. But 
more importantly, like, should all these teams be ahead of the Chargers? And I know I'm a Charger fans, but <laughs> God damn it. Cowboys 11. The Gross. Bu- the Bucks at 12. Fine. They yeah, could, they the could be higher. Yeah, because of Tom Brady and everything. Oh. Then you got the Colts at Buccaneers. 13. The- you got the Vikings at 14. Texans 15. Pats 16. That's very high. 17, the Rams, 19, Browns, and then all the fucking way damn near the bottom, 24, the Chargers, behind the Browns, behind the Pats, behind the Vikings, the Colts. Are we sure? What do you guys think? That is absolutely super low for them. That's shitty. They absolutely should have been in the top 15 for me. Maybe not top 10. You know what I mean? I'm not not as high on them I don't think top 10. I think they climbed there. Don't think I, 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 I absolutely do. The second they get a quarterback, that's where I'm at. It's because of what I not because of what I said, but what I said last year or last week is why they are so low. It's because they're running with Tyrod, guys. Mm. You guys can't feel confident as Charger fans running with Tyrod. He is a backup quarterback, a good one, but damn if he's a starting quarterback. Regardless of what you guys said, yeah, he took the Bills team to a playoff. Am I stoked about that? Sure the fuck ain't. You better go get Cam Newton, and if you don't get Cam Newton, then you better draft a quarterback in the first round, and you better start that rookie. But if you run this season with Tyrod, you better expect a 7-9 or 8-8 season. I feel like looking at the Saints and Teddy Bridgewater winning five games in a row on the Saints, yeah, they have a great team. That's why they're number four. But... Is Tyrod Taylor that much worse than Teddy Bridgewater, in your opinion? Not to me. Not to be fucking 24. Are you comparing the Saints defense and team to the Chargers right now? And I know I'm super high on the Chargers defense and team, too. Yeah. However, the Saints defense was on another level, and they're in a weaker division. I I put the Chargers top 15 with Tyrod there. I really do. I would too. Okay, no, I agree with you on that. I absolutely agree. They should have been their fifth top fifteen. Now, I agreed. Yeah. Why they're twenty fourth is beyond me. That's why I think I, I. I honestly think this. I think not having that left tackle is bigger than mm. we are in thinking. I feel it. And you guys don't name your left tackle right now. Pipkins. Am Terry I stoked Pipkins. about Pipkins? I wasn't. No, I know you guys aren't. And you guys are also thinking like, oh, I want to get one in the top, in the top draft, in the top ten, right? No, now you guys are thinking quarterback. Yeah, yeah. So not having a left tackle, which is the second most important position on the team, is significant, and you guys are not addressing it quite yet. But you know what? The third most, if not the second most important position, is pass rushers, and Chargers have two phenomenal pass rushers. I agree. Rushers. I agree. And they have three all-pro corners and all-pro safety. Yeah, listen. Like, I, 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 why do you think they're so low then, Travis? Because they don't have a quarterback. Why do you and, they're, think, and they're the Chargers. They're why, the Chargers. People don't like the Chargers. They're why lame. are the Eagles number nine and the Chargers are 24? Like, are we sure? Like that's I know it's not your list, and I'm looking at you guys like help me, but like come on, that's wild. I agree, and especially the Patriots being 15. I know Aaron was bringing up earlier True. when we were talking about it, them having the best secondary possibly of all time, which they do. They're also over 30 years old, and they also lost I think three Kyle starters. They lost Cal Van Noy. They lost the. Who's uh, Don Danny Shelton? They lost, and they're still oh, ten true. positions above the Chargers. Exactly, and that's kind of where I have the problem because I also think that Bill Belichick. I don't want to say is going to tank, but I think he's going to position his team to not be successful because people forget because of the loss of Danny Shelton and because of the loss of Kyle Van Noy, they get two third round compensation picks next year, and on top of that, they already have multiple compensation pick or multiple picks next year, and they're going to trade back of that twenty fifth pick they have this year. I think they're going all in with this Stidham guy. 
And I think they're going to stack up next year, have 15 picks and probably a top 10 pick somewhere in there so they could trade up and get Trevor Lawrence. I am fully, I don't think that they're going to get a quarterback there this year. I think they are gearing up for next year. I don't think they're going to throw this, I guess, throw the season away. But Bill, Jell, Bill Belichick is a smart guy. I don't think he all of a sudden got stupid. I don't think he all of a sudden said, we're mm. going to go with Stidham and this is going to be our guy for the future. I think he has a plan and I think that's the plan. I could be totally wrong, but that would be, in my opinion, an incredibly smart thing to do. And Bill Belichick is incredibly smart. Mm. The Patriots are weird to me too. Like I, you know, having them 14th is, it's reasonable. I kind of like it. You know, 14th makes sense to me because they had a historic defense last year. They're, it's not their defense got worse just because they got, you know, eight months older. Am I worse now? Honestly, no. You know, and you sign McCordy on a bargain deal for another two years. You know, keep that secondary together. You still got Stephen Gilmore. Yes, you land, you lost Van Noy. Yes, I understand that. You don't think Bill, Bill Check has something in his back pocket? I'm sure he does. You know what I mean? Maybe he gets a middle linebacker in the first round this year and assures up that defense again. You don't even know it. And, you know, losing Danny Shelton, you're absolutely right. Having an, a D tackle that takes up two guards that can't reach my linebacker that's already an all-pro, I let my all-pro linebacker do his thing, and now I lost both. That is going to hurt the secondary. That's going to hurt everything else. And so I agree with this. I don't think they're throwing anything away just because they're the Patriots. They have too strong of a following to feel that they're just throwing a season away. But I still think they make the playoffs, flirt. Making the playoffs is actually bold in that sense. Yeah, because the Bills but, like, and the Dolphins are looking good too. But to see them tank would be absolutely bizarre. I remember but, when Tom Brady tore his ACL in like 2009 and everyone was ecstatic because I was. I was like, yes, <laughs> fucking Tom Brady's out of season. Thank God. And then they still went 10 and 6. They missed the playoffs, but they still went 10 and 6. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, I don't know. In that sense, I don't think they're throwing anything away. I still th- I agree that they're going to try and get Trevor Lawrence. I don't disagree with that. But so is everybody and their mama that don't have a quarterback. Which yeah. is not a lot of teams right now. Think about the teams. Quarterbacks are a surplus it's, right now. There's not a lot. It of- wasn't two weeks ago. Three weeks ago, it wasn't the case. There was but a it lot is of now. It is now. You're right. I'm not disagreeing with that. Like, if, where can Cam Newton really go? Chargers. I don't know why you're thinking anywhere elsewhere. But there's a couple of draft choices too, you know. Dude, even if I if I'm the Chargers, I go get a free agent, Cam Newton, throw some it. dollars. Fuck it, dude. And then still go get Tua. I'm not I'm not against that. And if I'm a Charger fan, which I'm clearly not, I would still do this. This is the right move. I go think- get Cam. Go You give Cam Comparable receivers, which Chargers clearly have, you give them a, a decent defense, which the Chargers have clearly more than a decent defense, and Cam will flourish. Cam didn't have shit in Carolina, and they gave up on him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, he had McCaffrey, which he did great with, and then he had his injuries. You give give, give a guy fully healthy. It's not very confident to go to a training staff of the Chargers with Cam Newton. Yeah. I know that sounds no, like I'm bashing it, but it's absolutely valid. But where, where I'm going to disagree with you is I, I think Please. Cam is very much better than Tyrod Taylor. I do. Yeah. But I also don't think Cam is looking to be a bridge guy, and I don't think the Chargers are looking to build their franchise around a 30-year-old quarterback. Okay. And then that's kind of where I'm at. And also, Tyrod Taylor has always been a very stand-up guy. He's always been a guy. I'm not saying he's an extremely talented quarterback. Well, he's he's been a guy who has been a bridge quarterback in the past, and I think they're going to find they their intentions are for a bridge quarterback. 
And I don't think Cam Newton, if we go draft a guy with the sixth overall pick, I don't think Cam's going to be all hot and heavy about us drafting his replacement. I don't think he's going to be that guy. I think Tyrell would be better. In As the, a free agent, he has not a choice. But what if they're like, yeah. Especially but they can the still business. hurt the locker room, and or at least the quarterback room, is what I'm saying. But what if they're just real transparent up front, and they're like, hey, Cam, here's the deal. We'll sign you to a year at, fuck, I don't know, like 25 mil. You're welcome. But you're going to be the bridge guy, and we're going to draft Tua. Cool with that? No? All right. What well, kick rocks. But if you are, like, let's go. You know, like. Would Cam be cool with that? Just the transparency up front? I don't know if he would or not, but what do you guys think about that? No, he would not. He would not? It's not that he wouldn't be down with the transparency. I'm sure he'd appreciate that as a human being, but he's not going to be a bridge guy. He's like, listen, I'm an MVP quarterback. I've been to the Super Bowl. I've been with this uh, franchise before this for 10 years. You know what I mean? He's not going to be a bridge guy this late in his career. He wants to get back to a franchise that he can spend the next five to eight years with and try to win. And I think the Chargers do give him that best bet, but it's not what the Chargers are seemingly trying to do in terms of what you're saying with the transition. If you are trying to do that transition, run with Tyrod. You're absolutely right. I think you sh- if you're thinking as Charger fans and everything like that, transition to you know Tyrod, draft your quarterback for the future, great. But you are throwing away one of the best defenses put together. Mm-hmm. Not one of the best, because I don't know that yet. But on paper, the Chargers have one of the... I, I absolutely love their defense on paper. So in my opinion, and I've been clear with this, if you run with Tyrod, you are throwing that away. I think the Chargers have a plan. I think I, we talked about it a second ago. Um, I don't think a lot of teams need quarterbacks right now. And after the Dolphins in Cincinnati up in the, before the Chargers pick, right? The rate, like they're not like teams that are going to get. I don't think the Patriots are going to quarterback for the reasons that I explained earlier. I don't think the Raiders are because they just got Mariota and they already have two. They're not going to go get a third guy in. Yeah, I don't. I don't think the Colts are because they're in win now with Phil. Like, I don't think and that's. I think Herbert and Jordan Love are going to fall in the draft. I would not be surprised if the Chargers got a left tackle or if they got Isaiah Simmons with yeah. that six pick and then traded up in the late first to go get either Jordan Love or Herbert. And th- and then how how much better are they now if they make that move? Like that sounds incredible. I I know it's just the would, typical Travis that's, no, I would, stupid ideas, but I think that's I think that's the mindset. I would be very cool with that too, or like even that plus signing Cam and then you know like getting Isaiah or or left tackle like you said, and then trading up or just fuck it. Like if no one's gonna draft that quarterback, then he's gonna fall to the beginning second round too. You know, like so you might as well just risk it there too. Because you're right, outside of the Patriots, what team would draft a quarterback? Like the Bengals and the Dolphins, but they're before the, the Chargers. They're going to get their it. guy. There's four quarterbacks. There's in the four, draft. I know. Like who? No one. He's, they're going to fall. Not the Redskins. The Redskins like, have Haskins, oh, and they cool. just got I'm Kyle Allen. Ha- Am I stuck on Haskins? They, gave, they just drafted him top 10 last year. They're going to give him at least a year. Bro, they have a new head coach, though. That's a big thing. Yeah. That is huge, bro. Dude, yeah, but, I'm surprised the Redskins have, haven't already gotten nah, Cam. But Ron Rivera was like, he's at him. He's like, I'm not getting Cam. We're sticking with Dwayne And Haskins. they brought Kyle Allen over. But here's, what, here's the deal. Their GM was like, Ron. I will get terminated right now if we go ahead and draft another quarterback right now. Like that's that would be embarrassing for my job. You know, you gotta let it ride one more year. You have to, otherwise this guy looks incompetent as shit. You which know? he is. As, yeah, which I don't. He is. Do you like Haskins at all? No. Because no, after I watched no. him last year, horrible. Do you know who he remind me of? He remind me of a worse Vince Young. <laughs> well, no. Listen, this is. I think we talked about this last week. Maybe not. You know, you you put in a rookie quarterback that probably has no business starting right now. 
He's going to be shitty. We You take a lot of bad, but you get a couple glimpses of good. No glimpses. And you got no glimpses. Did we talk about this last week? We, we did mention it a couple we weeks ago, and no I liked it. no glimpses of good. And and so, like, Dwayne Haskins is trash, but that GM, I know it. I just know how these guys think. I mean, in my opinion, he's he's not willing to swallow his pride. You know, they're going to run with Dwayne Haskins for another year. They're not going to draft the dude. So, like, I, I think we're protected, the Chargers. And also, I think that the, the, the where the Redskins and the Chargers are different. Yeah, the Redskins have Kyle Allen and Dwayne Haskins. Gross, right? But, <laughs> but all that, they also have a really horrible team around them. So yeah, I so think why that they, they can't afford to go get a third quarterback. Like, yeah, no, they totally need to build agree. the team. So that's kind of where I, I don't think them, but that's just my hopes. I hope the Chargers make that move and go get Jordan Love late. Mm. 24th is absurd, though. Yeah. Being well, power ranked 24th is absolutely absurd. What else we got? I think we're on the games. And I got a few games and oh, a few questions. We're going to wrap it up with a couple games. Oh, perfect. Travis's games are always good. I always lose them. Getting dead last. All right. This is going to be a unique game. Nice. It's going to go with the NFL, and all three of you can play. And what the, you're going to do is you guys are going to talk amongst each other, and you're going to have three strikes Okay. to get the top 10. See Let's, how far you can get. The, the top 10 is going to be the top, the first 10 Super Bowl winners. Oh, yeah. Okay. The first we got 10 this. teams to win a Super Bowl. You guys can give me guesses. If you get it's three easy. strikes, you are out. It's a lot of the NFC North. I think that's the Packers. First one to win is the Packers. Let's go, Packers. So, Packers were the first Super Bowl winner. And hold on. I got to find it. They're like one. Five. They're one and three. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Do you guys think the Steelers are on there? No. Is that too the early? The Giants are on there. Okay. We'll go, Giants. Travis? Hold on. I just clicked out of it. Sorry. Oh, perfect. Giants are absolutely on there. I'm with it. All right. The Giants are not on there. Oh, perfect. Fuck. Giants didn't win their first one, I think, till the 90s. I think we should do the Steelers. All right. Vern, you go with the Steelers? Steelers are on there. Nice. They were Super Bowl... January 1975. <laughs> it's those them old school teams. 1974 and 75 and oh, they were and 80. So they had four. That was oh. a, They won four. Terry Bradshaw so that, and all no, those guys. We got six out of ten. Terry right? Bradshaw was one of the worst Super Bowl winning quarterbacks, by the way. I know he's on the TV all uh-huh. the time, but he is absolutely atrocious. Where but did he, he won play? four Super Bowls. LSU or no? no Terry uh, Bradshaw? Yeah. Uh, he went to, I can't think of the name. I think it's funny because this fool was absolutely like, I watched, saw, I saw some of his stats. This guy was, he won, he won a Super Bowl and he had like 13 touchdowns in one season. No, I don't the year he won a Super Bowl. The, okay. Fun fact about Terry Bradshaw. He got beat sure. out by a dude from Duck Dynasty. Remember that show, Duck Dynasty? One yeah. of the main characters of Duck Dynasty started over Terry Bradshaw and then he's like, fuck it. I like to blow duck whistles and a I'm Louisiana out of here. Tech. Louisiana Tech. Dude started over Terry Bradshaw, quit, and then Terry Bradshaw won Dynasty. four fucking Super Bowls. Yeah, it was a great show. All right, so we got the Steelers and we got the Packers. That's six out of ten, Travis. That's six out of ten yeah. with two teams. Well, hey. I got twelve here, so I, you guys can go top twelve just in case. Okay. The who? I don't know, dude. Raiders. I thought we were like eighties. I don't believe it. What else we got though? Do we have anything better than the Raiders? God, we suck at this these games. I thought I thought I thought the Jets when he I feel like the Jets is a good pick. The Jets wanted to be when he said like I'm gonna win this game, right? That was one of the first Super Bowls because it was the first AFC and uh merger. We're going Jets, Travis. Jets lost the Super Bowl against ah! the Colts. They that was the AFC championship game where he guaranteed it. Okay, gotcha. perfect. Here we go. We got the Colts. 
Oh, shit. Nice. <laughs> nice. Good one. Dang it. All right. <laughs> that was good. Got him. So All we're right. seven out of 12. All right. Let's see what else Dude, you got. Dude, I was super confident about the Jets, though. Okay. That was a chance. Seven out of twelve. Game. How many strikes we got? Two? I was right. You got was two right strikes. Oh, we got two strikes. You, you guys said be careful. The, that was yeah. me twice, by the way. Damn it. Okay. All right. Okay. Give me a couple. Uh, I the Baltimore Colts was a hard one. Okay. Because they're the Baltimore Colts. <laughs> That's why they're hard. Uh, quick hint. Think a little mainstream. Not the Patriots. No. Mainstream. My football mainstream. The Bears? Did they win back then? No, is that ignorant? Did the Chiefs win? Am I thinking Chiefs? What do we think, Fern? Fudge, man. This is rough. Mainstream? Oh, am I thinking Cowgirls? Oh, could be. I think it's a solid choice. I think that's a good pick. Cow, cow bitches. Yeah, the Cowgirls. Oh. That's as mainstream as you can go. They got three with a good old Troy. And, oh, or not Troy. Roger Staubach. 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 All right, so you guys got one... Is there one more left? Three. There's three more. What the fuck? Is that weird? Well, that's up to 12, but there's one more. See if you guys can get the next three. There's one more. Hopefully, I can get the next three. How does that make sense? Well, the, the t- one more in the top 10, but you guys got 11 and 12 here, too. Let me just look at the teams. I'm, 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 <laughs> guys, never mind. Let me my look fo- it up first. My phone died, so I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Dan's like, hold on. Let me look this up. My answer. Shit. Dude, all right. I, I don't know. Did we already say Packers? Yes, we did. Yeesh. Did the Bears win shit? I feel like. That's a marginal pick, but it could be like I don't. I'm not confident. What about, about it. the Viking? No, no. Wait, Jose? That That's horrible. What was that eyebrow thing, Travis? I did. I'm just smiling. Travis is trying to fuck with us. I'm not doing anything. Damn, it's working too. I know. <laughs> Damn, spit one off, bro. Let's run it. What do you think about the Broncos? Is that ignorant? Not necessarily, because John Elway. All right, Denver. Come on, Travis. Are you guys all doing Denver? Yeah. No, dude. Oh, sorry. Oh, 90, no, come on. Who Vikings have four Super Bowls. I said the Vikings, and you gave me the eyebrow. Yeah, like that's the one. You dick. Dude, it was too good of an eyebrow. Damn it. Sorry. And then you the threw us off. And then the Rams and Eagles were eleven and twelve. The Vikings, boys. I knew they it, won dude. Four? They won three. It's, sorry, I overlapped. They won three. That that NFC what? North? The purple peel. The purple peel eaters. Oh, the purple people eaters. You're right. And I'm so annoyed. Stan Tarkenton or whatever. I'm very annoyed. Travis gave us a look like that ain't I don't it like Travis for right sure. Now. You're you guys make your own decisions, huh? No, you're no, being a scum. You skewed my decision. You are something else. All right. Well, the Rams were on that list late. If you want to count them, uh, look at But the big thing about the Rams right now is their new logo, right? Ooh, their new like colors. It looks Didn't like Eric, a penis. Eric Dickerson like hates it. There's a lot of hate about this. It on the looks internet like right it now. could have been the Chargers logo. Yeah, it looks very Chargery. I was like, "What are you guys doing? Their colors are almost, they're they Identical. altered their Chargers to look like the Chargers it was colors." Do you like the Chargers little like? Yeah, little, it's simple. It's a like, lightning bolt with the. Weapon. I think the Chargers killed it, and I love that. Was so it. Clean, I saw the new bro. stadium idea that they're doing. Oh, dude, if that's true, the Chargers are killing it. Chargers hit it's on just, that, boy. Uh, hopefully, you can get fucking fans in there. I know. Right, good tough. luck, We'll get friends. the other fans. Don't worry about it, bro. <laughs> yeah, we'll be full with the other. <laughs> sell tickets for $7. But yeah. where I was going with I'll this is there. the Rams changing their colors. It's it, People are uh, not so hot about it, but they're coming out with their new uniforms soon, hopefully to make it better, kind of save a little face. What are your guys' favorite uniforms in the league right now? Ooh, wee. Oh, what do you wow. think is just dirty? What do you think is just gross? Like bad gross? Okay. Interesting. I think the Jacksonville Jaguars have the absolute worst jerseys in NFL. I they're all they're like alternative or what's that one that they do? They the alternate, all, yeah, the all green one. All green one. It mm. as atrocious. I think the Jaguars have the worst jerseys by by far. 
I think the Steelers, when they do the Bumblebee oh, shit, yeah. that shit's uglier than sin. Like the brown and yellow? Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. when they That's do the, the Bumblebee, they literally do black, the stripes, and, yeah. black and yellow stripes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit's atrocious. But they're brown and yellow, the old school shit. That's pretty bad, too. I thought the Chargers, like, I know it's being biased. When they had their baby blues, they... they of course. The, I thought that was one of the most beautiful jerseys in the NFL. That's, I used like, to, that's I ranked... My, Top like top. yeah, one of my favorite. I literally have an LT jersey that's in the powder blue, and I loved it. I got a Sean Merriman. One of my favorite jerseys alt is the Houston Oilers, the baby blues. Mm. That's just a being biased, of course, but I thought it was super clean. I feel it. Um, like the Ravens, all black. Yeah, those oh. are the Ravens all black. That's a good call. Cold. You know which ones that I just I hate. I think they're gross. I hate the color schemes. I hate the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I was gonna say that's it. Good one. I they don't look like, the like their numbers either. look like like clock numbers. The Titans did that this year. I mentioned that the Titans did the same number scheme that the uh, Buccaneers did, and they added a little bit more silver for some fucking reason, mm. and I don't like it. Honestly, mm. like I love the Titans' old jerseys. I do not like their new ones. And, and, and the thing I think I hate most about it is I really like Tampa Bay's old ones. I love those yeah. red ones with the brown pants and the black socks. They were fire. Those were clean, and then with the brown helmets that match the pants, and these, the, I just hate those Bucks uniforms. Um, ones that I really love. <clears throat> I love the Chiefs' home uniforms. That mm, red, I know that is a beautiful red to me. I hate their aways. With what do the, they wear? The white pants or no? Yeah, they wear the white pants. I hate the Chiefs' aways though. I don't like the red pants with the white with the striped socks. I think it looks grody. But their homes, that red, I love it. Mm. I've always liked the Raiders jerseys, bro. Yeah. When like when they're like in their all whites, right, or yeah. all silvers, or whatever you would call that. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I thought they were pretty clean, bro. I mean, like no one likes the Raiders here, but I was like, yo, they look fresh as fuck. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Also, I like that Eagles Midnight Green. That's clean. Ooh, that, yes. That you are. Oh, that green. reminds me of Brian Dawkins. Yeah. Oh, dude. Shout out, bro. Yes. I, I. Oh, dude. That brings about memories of Donovan McNabb and To and oh, dude. Great. I think that players make them sometimes. You know, that's a good point. Like, because like, think that, about like how players think make about numbers. The number thirteen, and then think about when Keenan Allen rocked it, and you're like, fuck. That's me and Mitchell have number. I did not think of Keenan Allen when you said thirteen. Me right and Mitchell, no, no, he was you, the first. No, I'm saying thirteen was ugly as sin until I, Keenan Allen rocked no, it. That's bro. the thing. Me and Mitchell talked about this. Thirteen was an ugly number, right? Horrible. It was stupid. And I remember I saw Keenan Allen pick thirteen. I thought it was gross. But then as time went on, he made it. And then he guys like sick. Mike Evans took it. And Odell Beckham took it. And then Michael Thomas took it. And I'm not saying they did it because of Keenan, but he was kind of the first guy to like wear that number intentionally. True. In like, like OBJ went ahead and and followed suit of of. You know Keenan Allen. That's I pretty know this cool. is kind of like out of blue, but I used, I I like the Cow- Dallas Cowboys jerseys when they had their white tops, the white tops with the dark blue I'm bottoms. Cool with it. Real classic. I like that, Iconic. and it reminds me of Michael Irvin when he you know '88 and when like we watched the even Ascent. the dark blue is cool. Like I'm down. With I it. kind of I kind of mess with them heavy, bro. Yeah. I, I did like those. It's like it's just no bias aside, just what I like to see. I like the I like the Bears dark blue with maybe Ooh, some I'll orange socks Bears too. or something. You're not down, Trev? I, I think the Bears... I hate Sorry, Thomas. The dark blue with the orange? I'm sorry, Thomas, but I think the Bears have ugly ass oh. I think it's more nostalgic. I think it's because they're it such is. a historic... Yeah, it's nostalgic. Right. But like, like, we don't like 13, I hate but their like, number scheme. I hate their like orange and blue striped socks. Like I just... I, they think they're grody. I'm not a fan. Sorry, Tom. Love you. Who else we got? Anyone else that's cool? Notable? Uh, the Niners used to have some cool jerseys. I'm not really stoked on. Them. I like the Falcons uniform. No. I was I was thinking of the Falcons too, but it didn't stand out to me as much. It's 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 really cool, but it's not like special. I got one for you. The Saints, bro. Saints. I love yeah, the Saints yeah, jerseys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all black yeah. with that gold helmet. They're all that's, that's a good one. I also like one. their alternatives with the white with the gold numbering around yeah, it. That's tight. That's tight. I, like I was that. cool with the Cardinals. 
A lot of the Cardinals jerseys. I hate the Cardinals. They're on my really? list of uniforms. I, I hate. wouldn't say worse, oh. but I wasn't stoked by the Cardinals by no means. But they got like a mean bird on it. Like an know. angry bird. There's a lot of angry birds out there. <laughs> yeah, but on a professional football. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't like the Cardinals. I, they're on my low end. Mm. But to each his own, right? Who else you got, Trav? Was my favorite or don't like? I don't know. Everything. I don't like We're more out. than I like, I think. All right. Well, who do you don't like? Um, I don't like the Patriots. I've never liked the Patriots either. I think they're gross. I think they're marginal. stupid too. Very marginal. Very subpar. I thought the Jets were the same way even when they tried super hard with the Jets team. With the like, new stuff? I like yeah, their new the, ones. That grew on You don't on like me. the new ones? That I didn't love me. the new ones at oh. all. No. The Jets grew I, on me for I, sure. I, I hate the Colts. Ugh. Their colorways, the Seahawks colorways were one of the grossest. Oh. Oh, yeah. I, you got excited. I like the neon green shit. I was like, fuck, I hear what you're neon. I like that, I bro. thought that shit was atrocious. What are you, a college team? I was I cool like with it. it That's all. what makes the world go around because everybody has different opinions, you know? Like, I like the Seahawks. Oh, and shit. the Bengals. Gross, dude. Oh, and the Bengals had one of the worst. You're right. Oh, I the think Bengals. there's more bad uniforms than good ones now. <laughs> dude, really? I, you know, we don't they, like the Seahawks, like straight to... neon. I no. like, I like that. I, mean, really? I like that I shit. I hated that shit. I'm, maybe I'm alone <sighs> with this in this room about that. I thought that shit was atrocious. Who's got a phone? Let me pull something up. Pull that shit up. This shit is gross. It's gross. Gonna brighten Which your phone you up. up. I just want to look. And at it, it sucks the to Seahawks, me because, dude, I thought the Titans had some of the best uniforms. Not like you know, Chargers, baby blues. I'm not trying to compare because I think they are some of the best uniforms ever. But I love the char- the Titans uniforms, the two tone blue, and like there's wasn't a lot of silver, and it was it was super classy to me. And when the Titans did the new jerseys last year, I was a f- you. You didn't like those? No, looking I, like the Oregon Ducks or something. Exactly, a college oh. fucking team clown. N- Nike's when all the Dude, uniforms that they changed, s- I feel like look very collegey. Get your clown ass out of here. Look at Russell Wilson looking fresh. Looking oh, like a clown, bro. Stop. I love stop. it. You can't convince me otherwise, bro. I'm I sorry. Was very high. Be hard pressed to tell me otherwise. All but right. the Titans, bro. I like like bring back. I think the Titans fucked up. The Titans went the Buccaneers way with their pointy numbers and like. Looking like the XFL team, bro. That they was added a little bit, like a lot of silver. It wasn't so standoffish that you're like upset about it. But as a Titans fan, I was like, first of all, now I gotta go get a New Jersey. That's yeah. money out of my pocket. Yeah. But like, secondly, I'm like, am I stoked about this? No, not at all. Honestly. Uh, I, you like them Ooh. or don't? I like those too. All the Vikings purple. That I flat, like that like one. flat purple. It's like yeah. very metallic purple. That's cool. I I really liked. Like I think it was last year when they did oh, all the Thursday night one. games, when they did the colorway stuff. I thought all those jerseys were cool. Like, the Detroit. Think Lions. about the Panthers when gross. they had like their little. You like them or don't like them? The all silvers. I don't the, like, like Detroit's gross too. I hate their numbers. I don't remember them. I, what about I the like, Panthers' colorways? Like no, the, the Panthers have tight ass uniforms. Ooh. Ooh, the Panthers do have sick uniforms. That's a good call. Like I like their home. I like their away, and I like their their mm, colorways. Yes. They're all sick. But it's they it, are that's all. like it's just the people, bro. Like Cam makes anything look dope. That's but I've always like, liked the Panthers. I've, Steve Smith, like before oh, him, true. and Keyshawn. Like I've always. Another, dude, I remember people, Jake, people. Uh, the, Jake Delhomme. Jake Delhomme even. So, yeah. Oh God, fucking piece of shit, Jake Delhomme. <laughs> no, but I feel you. He made it look good too. I don't like the Packers a whole lot. I think they're another nostalgic. Yeah, that's super nostalgic. I was going to say Packers. I'm like, nah, they're not that fucking great to me. Get your green ass out of here. Fucking yeah, green and yellow. Am I just, about that? No. Like, if they weren't the Packers, that'd be gross. Yes, that's a valid point. Mm. But they're the, it's like the Bears because they're sick. The Bears. The Bears. If the Vikings did like an all purple on the colorways. They do colorways, all purple, don't they? Do they? Yeah. It's nasty. It is gross. It's dope. That's the is one that dope? Freddie mentioned. Oh, he did? Yeah. Damn. Okay. We're Dude, just overtouching. No, you guys sick. got a game, or I got one more quick convo topic. You want to nix it for next time? What's the plan? 
Vikings did an all-white with some purple <laughs> numbers. That would be clean, too. All right, Travis, hit your game. And it's then not we'll a game. Done. It's just real quick. Oh, I, quickie. It's just random. I thought about it. They are talking about it. Who's your guys' childhood crush? Like, Ooh. celebrity. Oh, Aaron, you got another ch- game, too, about the island or something. Yeah, I do. All right, cool, Travis. Childhood crush? <laughs> okay. I got, well, no, my childhood crush, one, like, I used to have a Beyonce poster in my room all oh, the time. Really? But my childhood crush forever is from a music video was Cassie. Mm. I feel it. Me and you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Gonna make a move. Yeah, I firm. Oh, dude, Cassie, you give me off. Oh, wait, childhood? You wanna give him the mic? Friend, you want me to go and then. Go okay, I got one. This was in middle school. This is Gabby. When... It was in middle school, all right? It was a long time ago. <laughs> you think Gabby's listening this far in? I know I'm safe. I feel so good. <laughs> SOS Rihanna, bro. Oh, yeah. Oh, Lord. She was. Incredible in that SOS, please. Someone help me. I don't know. I love that one. Fern, what you got? I was going to say Jessica Alba. That's mine. Ooh. Jessica Alba's mine. Ooh. Jessica Alba's the one I thought and of when what, I made Fantastic the list. Fantastic Four or something? Into the Blue with fucking Paul, whatever. Paul Walker, yeah. Paul Walker. Paul, whatever. Jessica Alba was my the one that inspired this conversation. Just. Great Damn. taste. Great taste. <laughs> All right, well, you don't have another one? That was it. Pictures. You know what's another movie she's in that she gets like halfway naked? Good Luck Sin Chuck. City? Good Luck Chuck. Oh, that was a great one. That's I watched that movie before Jessica Alba. Yeah, and Damn. I remember her like getting all ready and like saw her little booty. I was like, oh my god, shoot, oh my god. She's got like a little cute face, and yeah, no, she's that's a she good She also pick, has too. a very well put together body. I'm not even going to say I'm pretty sure she has an STI or some shit like that. Really? I ain't going to lie. Oh, damn. Okay, that, I feel like Jessica Alba was a little bit later in my... I wouldn't say childhood. I would say childhood would be... Um, what's the chick's name from fucking that 70s show that... Oh, uh, Mila Kunis? Yeah, Mila Kunis. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Dude, this one's going to be funny. I feel and it's like, it's I thought you were going to say Donna. I'm like, no, no don't say Donna. What the hell? Hot Donna. Donna's... I would have been so mad. Okay, friend. I'm no, like, you I don't like two, white girls, do you, bro? I have come two on. that were super Sorry, just because it was like, if you're talking about childhood, two that come to mind. Carmen Electra. That's quality. Am I wrong? No. She, I remember she taught me that I like boobies. Yes. You're literally like, oh my. You remember seeing Carmen I Electra? I like those. Thinking of it, you're just like, damn. Yeah. Also, Pam Anderson. Cool. And like, that's just super just because it's Pam Anderson. I did because one. God damn it. This one. <laughs> <laughs> the first Playboy I've ever opened up was at my uncle's house, and it was a Pam Anderson issue. So, one of the first times I winked it was the Pam Anderson. So, who's that? Well, another one. This is a little bit later in my childhood, maybe teenage years. I loved Ava Mendez. Ooh. For sure, dude. Oh, oh boy, she bro. was beautiful. I was all about it. Bro, that's, that's insane. Like, Ava Mendez even... is a babe. So, babe. Babe. Dan, you got any more you want to talk about since Gabby's not listening? Nah, but like I was just thinking about you talking about like watching your or seeing your first Playboy. Like when you did see your girl naked for the first time, like on a magazine, you're like, for me, I remember being like, that's really weird. <laughs> I don't know how you guys felt, but I, I mean, I was pumped about it, but I'm like, that's strange. I don't know how you guys felt about it. Quiet. Did I make that? You missed. I was in this no, one full. Oh, damn. You didn't make it, Aaron. I shouldn't Fern had something to say, Aaron. Thanks for killing the momentum. I was just going to say Tara Reed was like my first. Who was she? No. Tara Reed was in all the American Pies and shit. Tara Reed was like super cute. Like, yeah, yeah, if you yeah, guys remember yeah. American Pies, that's when we were eight, nine years old. When they and went to college and like the girl and the dude, they were together. The yes. guy from Sandlot initially, right? 
No, not Sandlin. Yeah, he was, dude. No, you're tripping. No? Oh, rookie of the year. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Yes. He was dating her initially yes. in high school and you're then spot in college. Yeah, there it is. That's what That's Terry. Yeah. And I remember I, I goddamn I remember these movies. <laughs> is this a, the second time? Just that cute face, but like no nothing going no, on. No, dude, up top, it was because nothing. they never like in the movie they never did it. And yeah. like, but like they would try to do other shit. And I remember he read a book from Stifler's brother or some shit. And gave it was her his the brother. tongue twister. It was his brother. And he went and freaking ate her out. He gave her the tongue twister. And she was like saying. She's like, where did you learn that? Yeah, exactly. She was uh, all tripping balls. And she he was like, oh, I'm going to go do it. Like, you know, yeah. went down. To, oh, I Fuck, I've watched that movie a million times. It's a good film. Well, Sorry, guys. Aaron, you want to save yours for next time? Yeah, we'll save mine for next time. Fern, right. are we? Fer- are now we- that everyone's got a hard on. Yeah, well, it's up. we're all going to go Jeez. home and go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Stay safe. Stay inside. Social distance. We had a great pod, guys. Shout out. We're all seven feet apart. You're welcome. Later, guys. Thanks for listening. All right.